Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Remarried, where we count down our top nine episodes of, well, the first year, more or less. Yes. So, this week we're covering number three? Yes. Which is Pillow Talk episode four. (laughs) So, I think it's interesting that one of our Pillow Talk episodes actually even made it into the top ten, to be honest. I I mean, I've been sitting here, like, all week going, how do we talk Pillow Talk? Yeah. That doesn't, it doesn't make, I don't know. It doesn't compute. This one's a little bit easier because it, I don't think we did questions in this episode. We really just talked Spider-Man. We did. Um, We actually released this episode on Christmas Eve of last year. Yeah. Because we were on a show hiatus, break, whatever, we were between seasons, but we decided... And I guess it was right there where we kind of decided that we were going to do Pillow Talks anyway, just to have something continuing to go in the pipeline. And so it just so happened that this one landed on Christmas Eve. Right. But it, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of blown my mind that we've had a Pillow Talk be this popular and not even the first one because we were talking about how the episodes that had been in the list the longest were, that was the reason they had the most download, downloads. So find it strange that it would be a number four pillow talk as opposed to our first or second right, pillow talk right. episodes. Well, I think Aiden was in this one. He was. Yeah. Hi, I'm here. I was going to say, hi, I'm Ashley. Because <laughs> we didn't do that. Well, why didn't you do it? <laughs> because we were you letting you talk. <laughs> well, I was waiting for a hi, I'm Travis. And then that never. Yeah, I think we were all looking at you like waiting for the hi, I'm Travis. <laughs> hi, I'm Travis. <laughs> and I'm Ashley. And I'm Aiden. <laughs> and you know what I'm thinking right now? What's the number three at Whataburger? Uh, what is the number know. three at Whataburger? Uh, I can look it up to find out. Guess what I'm thinking about right now. Sorry, guest speakers. Get, getting a number three at Whataburger? I'm hungry. Oh, wait, I don't I'm know what it is. Guess. My brain is not working right now. Sorry, fans, listeners. You don't have to look it up. It's fine. I'm looking it up. We'll just go there later and find out. <laughs> I was waiting for you to we'll be like, I later. need a number nine. <laughs> no. You know, no. we should have done that on our first episode. I mean, probably. I mean, there's nine of them, but what? I'm I'm looking it up. I can't get this close to the mic when I'm trying to look oh it up. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right. So while Aiden researches fast food... <laughs> Hey, hey, we could have done this before the podcast. You just mentioned it. I didn't think about it till just now. <laughs> and either way, technically, this is a miscellaneous episode, so I'm allowed to do this. It's a miscellaneous intro. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I have found it. The number three is an abomination referred to as the triple meat Whataburger. That's, yes. that's too much. No. I was going to say, why don't. is that an abomination? Three meat? Well, What's I wrong mean. With that? I, I probably couldn't finish it. I, I get a number two. All of your time. arteries are going to clog. Yes. In has, the first bite. Has this ever stopped you a day in your I life? I have never done a triple. I've done a double. I know my limits. You're like, I want the 40 pack of chicken nuggets. But yeah, so I can split <laughs> it with my sisters. I, n- I have you never killed. You are full of it. You I have never <laughs> killed a 40 pack on my own. Okay, hey, but a whoa, 20? Whoa, whoa. Okay, Absolutely. He's, he's correct. <laughs> he only killed 38 out of 40. <laughs> two of them went to Isabel. Yeah. So, uh, really, this episode is just about Spider-Man for the most part. Yeah, we had uh, the we had the release of No Way Home at that time, and so we used it as an opportunity because we're still like even a year later, we're still having the hey guys, you could send in your questions, and then no questions. So we're like, okay, fine, we're gonna come with our <laughs> with our own topics. And so in the month of uh, December, whenever No Way Home came out, we decided let's just fucking talk Spider-Man. You know what though, I think that after a couple of the Pillow Talk episodes where we didn't get any questions, some of our loyal listeners, because if you notice, we have not done a Pillow Talk in recent memory without questions. Sure we have. Is that our, our listeners were like, all right, we see what happens when we leave these people up to their own <laughs> devices. 
They cannot be trusted to do this on their own. We must send them questions. Also, if you want to force them to bring me into an episode of Pillow Talk, just ask specific questions about me. <laughs> okay, okay. I think you're right. I think um, at some point, because I, I think we brought it up before that Karima was the first person to ask us questions. Horrible questions. They're horrible, not horrible. personal, made me think hard. <laughs> And share things, questions. But I think she has had at least a question for us every single month after that. Yeah, because I think she was the first one to realize that we can't manage this (laughs) on our own. I mean, like, between the three of us, you would think we can come up with one good topic or question. No, no, it's, it's rough. Like, okay, so here's the deal. I can come up with topics all the time. The problem is, is thinking about them and going, that's a good idea. That's a good topic. And then sitting behind the mic and then actually trying to execute said topic is the difficult part. Yeah, it's easy to come up with something and say, hey, let's talk about that. And then you sit down and it's like, uh... Okay, that took five minutes. What else do we talk about? I don't know where I'm going from here. Exactly. One of my favorite podcasts is called Distractable. And they have a topic every month. And they can just talk for hours about... Hang on. I've listened to Distractables. And they may only spend five minutes out of an hour talking about that topic. It's called Distractables for a reason. They can't stay on topic for sure. They go on a million tangents because they know the topic will not hold up for a full hour. That is true. But I love that they can just take the most menial of topics and just run with it. Like they took the removal and addition of hair and somehow got, well, no. It, they like make all these weird machines and stuff for them. They just, it's wild. Yeah. Am I allowed to plug a podcast? We while we're pu- here, yeah, yeah we, we do, do that all the time. All the time. Okay, we, yeah, we just share go, the love. Go listen to them; they're amazing. They're hilarious. If you uh, if you're a gamer and you love um, YouTube gaming content, then most of you probably know who Markiplier is. But it's also with his friends Bob and Wade. And they take a topic and they, it's kind of like on a point system and stuff. But it's, or, you know, there's a contest, like whoever wins so it's yeah. a, the it, topic. It's a contest, but, but it's not between the three of them. So there's one judge and then the other two are competing against each other, against sort of. each other, except when the judge decides that they are going to award the win to themselves. And so whoever wins is the judge on the next episode. But it's basically anything goes. They, they talk about everything from refrigerator delivery to everything they don't know about female anatomy. With yep. some random soldier boy news thrown into the mix. <laughs> it, right. It has been surprisingly long since they last had a soldier update. I'm <laughs> depressed at this point. But anyway. Let's talk about our own podcast, though. <laughs> yeah. I think Markiplier's doing okay on subscribers. So we, yeah. we, we don't really need we to help him out with that. We could always give more. We need to get more. more. We don't need to give more. <laughs> Both. Both. We don't need to be givers right now. <laughs> Maybe if we're lucky, they'll plug us. Very unlikely. Very still. highly, highly unlikely. <laughs> uh, you, I guess every, there's got to be an optimist in every group, right? Yeah. Surprisingly so. enough, it's me. Okay, so, so Spider-Man. Yeah, Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man. Which one was this? No Way Home? Yes, I think we've said that four times. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think I napped. Kind of like I napped when we went and watched the movie the first time. Yeah. Um, I don't even know how the movie started. I gotta tell you, I'm I'm going to admit something here that might be a little shitty. So I loved this movie when it came out. I was obsessed. I was like, we need to watch it over and over and over and over. And then as soon as it was available to buy, we of course went out and bought it. I think I've watched it twice since we bought it. Yeah. 
Well, the thing is, it's a long movie. It's not that I don't... I, I love it. I still love the movie. It's just, I don't know. We yeah. don't watch it as many times as we sh- probably should because we have the Lord of the Rings problem with it. We don't have an afternoon, usually, to set aside to watch that entire thing. Yeah. Well... This I- is not true. How many... Okay, just me and you in the last couple of weeks. How much time have we devoted to just sitting down and watching Better Call Saul? That's different. <laughs> That's a necessity. Anyway, yeah, I... I have watched it in its entirety since then. Yes, without falling asleep even. Without falling asleep, and it's still a good movie. Although I think think they need to introduce one more Spider-Man. I think Miles Morales should be in it. Oh, yeah, for like sure. Like live action, yeah. not animated. Which, don't get me wrong, the animated one, the end of the Spider-Verse, is fucking awesome. But, uh, oh, what's that guy? We just watched his stand Donald Glover. That's yeah, I was, I, was, I was literally just thinking was, of Donald Glover right I'm now. I'm glad you yeah. said it, because I was going to get it wrong. His name. I was going to get his name wrong. <laughs> you were going to say Donald Pleasance. Or Donald, or John Glover, or it was going to be some combination of those things. Anyway. Dr. Pleasance. Actually, I was just going to say Childish Gambino, because yeah. that's yeah. the only name of his that I could remember. Anyway, um, I he did the voice, right? Um, maybe. I don't know. Uh, no. He was in Spider-Man, the first, uh, he was in Homecoming, like, right. for oh, about yeah, a that's minute. Right. That's right. But no, he, uh, apparently a lot of people were lobbying for him to become the next Spider-Man. I think that that's where I was going. Yeah. And, and then there were a lot of people that got really upset about it. And I'm sitting here as a lover of Donald Glover and Childish Gambino alike going, why can't this happen? Like, he would, he would be perfect. He would well, be a perfect Spider-Man. He's in, he's in good shape. Mm-hmm. He's funny. Mm-hmm. Like he has an established comedy record, mm-hmm. so he would fit right in. He's a nerd. With the other ones, and he's nerdy. It, yeah, it, he it, would be perfect. A perfect yeah. fourth Spider-Man. He could be their D'Artagnan for the Three Musketeers. Okay. New Spider-Man aside, can we talk about the best part of this movie? Okay. J.K. Simmons. Oh my God, are we doing this again? Yes, have <sighs> to. You know, there's probably just a bunch of farmers commercials you could look up. <laughs> or I bet there was. You could play or Portal. Is. And hear him voice Cave Johnson. That was what I was about to say. I don't know. I don't know what to give the man at this point. Is it more pictures of Spider-Man or combustible lemons? If but you give him combustible lemons, he's going to throw them at Spider-Man. He's going to throw them at Spider-Man. <laughs> he's a menace. And burn life's house down. He's going to burn his house down. With the lemons. But I just want to say, by far, he is one of my favorite actors of my childhood because of his involvement as Cave Johnson in Portal 2, which I spent countless hours playing, if only for his lemon dialogue, but also as J. Jonah Jameson in the original Spider-Man trilogy that I also spent God knows how many hours watching on repeat. Do you remember, like, I, okay, I don't know if you remember this because you were a baby, but surely Travis remembers. In fact, I think there was a- Did you just say Travis and remembers in the same- Sentence. You will remember this because it was Aiden. As a matter of fact, I think there was Waterburger involved. I seem mm. to remember we got Aiden one of those portable DVD players that you stick on the headrest of your car. Backyardigans. No, not Backyardigans, but I remember when Spider-Man 2 came out, we mm. we stuck that in the DVD player for you while we were in line. Like we had, God, we sound so fucking white trash here. Like we went to the Walmart and we got the portable DVD player and then we went to the Waterburger <laughs> yeah we had spider-man 2 just playing for you and then god how old how old would he have been i don't know one two i have no idea what year that years old yeah i don't no 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 it didn't come out we just like we bought the portable dvd player and then put it in there because even 
as a baby, you loved Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah, that was just a thing. You would just watch it all the time. Yeah. To this day, if I have, if I ever see my, or anyone watching any of the original Spider-Man trilogy, I will just sit down and finish it. Like, unless I'm busy, like, so this is, playing with a friend or something. This has always been the way to spend time with you, and you've never- If you just turned on the original <laughs> Spider-Man trilogy, it's, it's like a fly trap for me. I'm just wait gonna fly right into wait, it. Wait, 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 There's, there's only two. There's only two original Spider-Man movies. No, there's My, three. No, we don't talk about oh. silence. Oh, okay. we we do not speak of that one, even though that, that what's that's that they say about I, Voldemort? Um, or? I speak of that one because I happen to be in the minority that loves Spider-Man three. It which shall not be named. Yes, <laughs> is part of the st- Spider-Man trilogy. See, I love to rip on part three. I love to do that. So you remember that? What was it? A YouTube video where they were showing uh, Tobey Maguire's dance montage, yeah. but without the music. And so he's just just he's just dancing around and it's just the most awkward thing in the world as he's dancing down the sidewalk i don't i don't know if the absence of music made it more or less awkward than the original they have one of those for elvis too right where his shoes are just squeaking it's just the squeak and he's making like suggestive grunting noises with his mouth as he on the uh, stage. Speaking it's of Elvis. Hilarious. I was going to say, you know, if it was Austin Butler doing that, I wouldn't care at all. <laughs> I would not. Yeah. I just watched that. Like, both of you, y'all went to see it in the theater, right? No, we did not. Whoa, we did, like we did theater I, at home. And yeah. I had refused to watch it because I'm not an Elvis fan. You are now. And I. I don't even know how how the hell I watched it. I think you had put it on, and I woke up, and it was on. It's on HBO Max now. And that's a pretty damn good movie. You're an Elvis fan now. I'm not an Elvis fan, but uh, it's a pretty good movie. No, no, no. Don't lie to yourself. You're confusing. We are Austin Butler fans now. My bad. (laughs) Or at least I am. You are too. <laughs> so to kind of to kind of bring it back around, I think what I think they need to do then is make Austin Butler the fourth Spider-Man. Is, <laughs> but his his Spider-Man has to wear an Elvis jumpsuit on top of the Spider-Man costume. Absolutely. <laughs> I feel like that's a very Deadpool thing to do though. And or just make a rhinestone studded Spider-Man costume, like with a giant collar, and he could wear like the platform <laughs> shoes and shit. Absolutely, this is we're making beautiful ideas here, people. And then still bring Donald Glover in to make fun of Elvis Spider-Man. Absolutely. Oh my god. And then at the end of the movie, hold on. At the end of the movie, it's revealed that Donald Glover was Spider-Man the entire time. Okay, I'm cool with that. But which Spider-Man? Because we're up to five now. No, he was the Elvis Spider-Man. He never takes the mask off. We just hear Austin Butler's voice the entire time. And we get to the end, and he pulls the mask off, and it's just Donald Glover. Like, no, But I'd, if you I'd can't see on, Austin Butler, what's the point? <laughs> Well, I mean, if you don't get to see Donald Glover, what's the point? Like, exactly. That's, that's that's also true. That That's also valid. Okay, I'm saying that for different reason than you're saying that <laughs> on both counts. So let's move on then. Uh, but How the hell did we get here? I don't, I don't, <laughs> this is, see, this is what I'm saying. Ada needs to be on all the time. We need to rename our show Dead and Married Distractables. <laughs> At the very least, if nothing else, I help you pad out the runtime by just being absolute ADHD brain. Like, so. like, I like to call it Dead and Married plus Kid whenever there's an episode you're going to be on. So back to the movie. <laughs> the, one, the one that they actually Squirrel. did make. The one that they Squirrel. made not starring Elvis and Austin Butler and... Donald Glover. Yeah, him. Uh, so it, that I remember that episode being a lot of fun. We had Aiden there and we just had a good time talking we about did. it. We um, did. As for the movie itself, I still like that movie. It's great. I think I actually like it more now than I did the first time I slept through it. <laughs> Like, on subsequent naps, it just kept getting better. 
Like, the more I sleep through it, the better it gets. You see, the more he sleeps through it, the more he starts to put together the pieces, but, uh... No, no, no. What it is is that I fall asleep, and then I wake up, and I watch about 15 minutes of it, and then I fall asleep again, but it's a long movie. So, I don't know that I've seen the whole thing all the way through yet, but if we sit down and try to watch it, like, five or six more times, eventually I'll have the whole thing. That sounds about right. No, but really, I think it was good. I don't I don't think that they gave enough screen time to uh, Garfield and, uh... McGuire? I'm so glad you jumped in. I was about to say Toby Hooper. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. It's Toby Maguire. Gosh, is that worse than Donald Pleasance? Yeah, no, I don't know. (laughs) I knew it was a Toby. I just couldn't remember which Toby Toby it was. Toby. Toby. Toby Wong. Don't don't finish that. Don't finish finish that Reservoir Dogs quote. I don't think you get flagged. For content, like you do on YouTube with a podcast. Hey, I'm just quoting a movie. I'm not being racist, so. But no, I think I would. I could have spent some more time with those two. Absolutely. I think they interacted really well together Mm -hmm. on screen. I think all three of them did. Uh, They 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 had good chemistry. I appreciate the idea of old man Spider Man. I like it that Tobey Maguire's character was kind of beat up. I mean, and that's not not like I wanted to see him hurt. No, but just that you get to see three generations basically of Spider Man, and that the original like this this life has not come free yeah right and not not to mention despite his age he was probably like the scariest out of all of them Uh, what's what's the quote uh be scared be scared of old men in um occupations where men die young wouldn't that kind of apply to him because he's a superhero that's lasted i would say i would say though that i felt like garfield spider-man was even worse he was just violent like yeah i remember him talking about how he didn't pull any punches like he probably killed a man i want to see that one i was gonna say i still maintain that i want to see what that movie looks like that's fair just watch just watch him beat a man to death yeah but that's (laughs) not the spider-man that we got we got that sort of a half-assed flashback we didn't actually get to see that Mm spider-man yeah one thing that stuck out to me though in that film is that clearly Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man was the physically the strongest of the bunch. Yeah. Was he, he was he he definitely seemed to be more in tune with his powers than the others. Absolutely. Yeah. And he was the only one that could shoot webs without uh, <laughs> right. without goop fluid. Like, That's just coming out of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he could Don't say it. Uh, <laughs> don't say it cuz I thought of it too. On command. <laughs> he could do it on command. Yep. So I think uh, that that's still part of my partial complaint about the movie as much as I love it was that I felt they spent way too much time on the trying to get back into college bit. Way too much foreplay. Okay, okay. But imagine, way too much. imagine how, mu- how, how little we would have watched these movies if they did a Deathly Hallows for it just so we could see both of them. Like if they had split it into two, two and a half hour movies... So, okay. I would have been there for both. Along that line of thought, (laughs) if you give me that first movie and it's all getting into college bullshit and you don't give me the other two Spider-Man until right at the end, I'm probably only going to watch that movie one time. That's fair, but I mean more like if it had been like more action heavy or even just interactions between the two Spider-Men, but it had been five hours of runtime to give you all of them, I feel like we would have watched it less. I see what you're saying, but like even when it comes to Deathly Hallows, like I'm pretty sure when we watch those, we jump straight to the second one. I don't think we even watched the first one. Not me. I watch both of them every single time. Kudos to you. Part one is not (laughs) worth two and a half hours of my life. It's really not. It's it's the same thing in the MCU. Yeah. We watch Endgame. We, We don't always watch infinity war yeah um again speak for yourself i watch i watch both of those like a back-to-back double feature every time yeah i don't have that kind of time i i just i just don't you 
how does it make sense to go into Endgame without having the emotional wreck that is Infinity War to precede it? Because, because it all I already know basically, what happens. Yeah, and it all basically oh gets retconned by the end of the final movie. And, let's be honest, I didn't get emotional when everybody dusted. I got emotional when Spider-Man. Tony Stark died. Uh, that's fair, but I got, I got emotional when Oh shit, spoilers. If you haven't seen it, if you've been living under a rock somewhere it is, I was going to say, it's been too long. If you haven't watched it, listening to us was your mistake. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about that for a minute. Okay. We, we, can, we can talk about that for a minute. Let's do it. So, it, it's no secret that we all in this house love the MCU. Mm-hmm. But I am finding on Twitter the place where you go if you just want to feel bad about yourself for an afternoon. The land of incels. <laughs> that you... Are not allowed to like the MCU anymore <laughs> because, like, we are being compared actively to Star Wars fans now. Like, MCU fans are just the worst because blah blah blah. I'm like, no, I'm here to tell you right now that while I love the MCU, I still have a lot of fucking fault with it. I really do. Like, right now, fate is this phase four? I'm like, Dr. Evil, I don't know yeah. phases. This has not been my favorite time period for the MCU. Like, I think, Travis, you've watched some of the shows. I have not. I have not had any interest in watching the shows. Yeah. Well, the, the problem with, as they continue on with these phases, is that they took their biggest, most well-liked, most awesome superheroes, and yeah, they kind of blew their whole load right up front. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Ten years is not up front. <laughs> no, but I mean, if they had, they have years planned for after that. Yeah. And so now we don't have Iron Man anymore. We don't have Captain America anymore. Boo. I mean, at some point, uh, Chris Hemsworth's going to decide he didn't want to do Thor anymore. Yeah, like, we're going to... It's going to happen. We're going to get to the point where it's all either B-list heroes or stuff they've just pulled out of their back pocket. And then, so, and, and one of the really the saddest things is uh, Chadwick Boseman. Yep. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, I got a name right. Um, <laughs> Surprisingly. Is, with his passing, that means that we only really got one good Black Panther movie. I mean, he was in the other, what, Civil War and Endgame and Infinity War. Yeah. yeah. But I would have loved to have seen another standalone Black Panther movie. Well, I, I just like... But now they're going to recast him. At recast Black no, no, Panther no, 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 they're not. else, right? No, they're not. No? No, they're not recasting him they're just having somebody else take up the mantle well it's the same thing no recasting him implies that his character's still gonna be there that they're gonna have someone else be black panther and i don't know that i'm interested in watching someone else be that's fair okay well i am just because ryan coogler is coming back to direct the film and he did like part of what made that first black panther so amazing was his direction so i'm excited to see what he's going to do with it i think it's still going to be good even without chadwick boseman sadly yes i would love to have him there obviously but i still think that with ryan coogler's direction we're still going to be for something good. I think unless Shuri, was that her name? Yes. His sister takes up the mantle. Our only other option is Killmonger didn't actually die and Nick Fury is just going oh. to find him working in a Kmart. Well, I don't like, want him working in a Kmart. Witness protection. Shop smart. I don't, Shop S smart. I don't yeah. want him working in a Kmart, but man, would it make my Christmas if the way that uh, T'Challa had died and they brought mm-hmm. him back to be Black Panther, if they would do the same thing with Killmonger? Oh man. See, I would rather see... Try not to get a boner right now. I would rather see Mbaku be Black Panther. That'd be one big that, fucking Panther. Oh, that'd be scary Black Panther, but that's because he would like lift up cars. He's like, <laughs> yeah, he could do that already. Like, he yeah. can do that. <laughs> He can do that shit in real life. Winston Duke's fucking huge. Yeah. He's large. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. So, that's supposed to be, ultimately, the culmination of Phase 4. And beyond that, I'm just going, what next? Yeah, and a lot of the stuff that they released on Disney+, Plus uh, that are supposed to be, like, the origin stories, mm-hmm. I haven't been super impressed. Like, I was pretty psyched up for Moon Knight, and then I actually watched it, and... Mm-hmm. 
It wasn't Moon Knight. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't what I'd hoped it would be. I really enjoyed the show, but Moon Knight does not seem to be nearly as fun as he was in the comics. Like he should have been Deadpool in a white costume, basically. Yeah. And you kind of got some of that, but not enough. Yeah. And She Hulk, I know it's new as of this recording. Not super impressed with it so far. I just don't want to watch it. Like, and the Eternals was just bad. Yeah, you've got you've got me there. So honestly, um, I gotta say that with the shit that's coming up, I'm looking forward more to Black Adam and maybe some of the stuff DC's got coming. Yeah, and I am Marvel. Yeah, I I did. I I feel like a shitty person for saying this, but I only did the shows that I was interested in. Like, as soon as I found out there was Loki, hell yeah, I'm gonna watch Loki. As soon as I found out about the Winter Soldier and Fal- or Falcon and the Winter Soldier show, it's like fuck yeah, I'm doing that. And then I think I did Hawkeye. Loved. Well, I didn't love Hawkeye, but it was still pretty good. But after that, I was like, I don't care about new characters. Yeah. And it's because, I mean, if it has nothing to do with She-Hulk being a female before everybody gets on that fucking thing. I didn't have any interest in Moon Knight. I yeah. didn't read Moon Knight. I didn't, you know, and before everybody's going, well, you probably didn't know who Iron Man was either. Yes, that's fair. I also didn't care for Iron Man the first time I saw it. That was Travis's thing. Mm-hmm. Travis is actually the one that got me pulled in MCU because I didn't have any interest really whatsoever. Well, to be fair, though. I liked the Spider-Man films when they Iron, were out. It wasn't Iron Man that sold me on those films. Robert Downey Jr. sold me on those films. Right. Because Robert Downey Jr. is amazing. Yeah. Because he is Tony Stark. So as it's more far about, as I know right now. It's more about fatigue for me at this point because we just invested 10 years, you know, to, was it 20, 21, 22 films? You know, that was a lot to have to go through and it was an emotional wave, especially for me. Like I got very emotional throughout this series. The idea of having to start over from scratch is like, I... I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't hey, feel like I want to do this again. It's, it's not all bad news. You already said you're on Twitter. So the good news is there is another pathway open to you. It's called liking things ironically. <laughs> like Morbius movie. It's Morbin time where we fooled them into re-releasing it out to theaters, what, three times? <laughs> I did. Just so that we could make fun of Jared Leto. <laughs> I did not watch Morbius, for I, the record. I wanted to watch it, but every review I've seen on it's bad. It and, was terrible. And you had absolutely no interest whatsoever in watching it. I don't... Okay, coming from somebody who thought Jared Leto was everything when I was a sixth grader, um, that has not followed me into adulthood. I was actually semi-intrigued by Morbius just for the fact that Matt Smith was going to be the villain. Since I'm a huge Doctor Who fan, I was like, oh, cool, I love Matt Smith. And then, uh, same thing, I I kept hearing how terrible it was, terrible it was. And I know that you shouldn't base your film watch. We we preach that on here all the time. Like, don't let somebody else's opinion ruin the movie for you. But goddamn, when it's that many fucking people unanimously saying how shitty it is. When, yeah, when it's half and half, it's like understandable, right? Like, I'm going to go watch any. Even if it's like a 60-40 split, 90% of everybody so, was like, it's terrible, don't. I, here's yeah. the deal. I still want to watch it, but I'm probably going to wait until we can rent it for like two ninety nine on Voodoo. You can already do that. <laughs> it's probably super cheap now. Yeah. I just, I, and the thing is, I like Jared Leto as an actor. He was great in Fight Club. If you if Was you, he? Well, you've never seen Requiem for a Dream. Oh, okay. If no you've argument ever seen there. Requiem for a Dream, you can't tell me Jared Leto's a bad actor. I was just about to say, if you bring up Suicide Squad, I'm going to leave okay, right now. It's not that anybody's saying that Jared Leto is a bad actor. Nobody is saying that. The problem that we have with Jared Leto is Jared Leto, personally. Yeah. <laughs> 
I don't know about that. Okay. Well, is he canceled or something? Is he bad? <laughs> no, he's not canceled to my knowledge. He's just very weird. Like he has a cult basically now where women worship him, which I mean, again, he had that before. Fair. He just made but, it official. Uh, his treatment of the a- other actors while they were filming Suicide Squad because he's a quote method actor. <sighs> so that sounds very Christian Bale. Christian Bale is a method actor. Yep. This is a method actor. Leonardo DiCaprio is a method actor. I don't, I don't know. I just... I guess that's the thing, is that some of the best actors out there, like the ones you just named, they're all method. I think, and, and you brought up Suicide Squad, I didn't necessarily have a problem with Jared Leto's Joker. The problem I had with it was that he had to follow Heath Ledger. No Joker that has to follow Heath Ledger is going to measure up. That's fair. Um... Maybe not measure up, but I would say Joaquin Phoenix still did a pretty he good fucking Joker did an too. Amazing, it was see, a different Joker. See, but I don't it was an include that Joker. in. I don't include that in. Canada. Well, you should. Okay, but like people still love Mark Hamill's Joker. Yeah, he yeah. Did, he did like every animated series that's ever. A fair point. But and that's the thing is that everyone talks about Heath Ledger because Heath Ledger was a different kind of Joker that became much more well liked, I guess, much more popular. Well, he was he, a lot more. He was gritty. He yeah. was more almost realistic in that he just. Can I say something um, uh, that might upset somebody? Okay. Go ahead. I had this question because London, she had never seen any of the Christopher Nolan Batmans before. So she started watching those this week and we got to talking about The Dark Knight and I said the same thing I said on our Batman episode of Pillow Talk, which was I actually prefer Batman Begins to The Dark Knight because I feel like emotionally it's a more well-rounded story and I probably got some hate for that, I'm sure. But me and her were talking about it and I said, okay, but for some reason, when an actor dies in the middle of making a film, it's like they get hyped up that much more. And so I'm going, let's just consider for a second if Heath Ledger hadn't died making that film, would people still have loved the Joker as much as it has become? I think I still would have loved him, but I think there also probably would have been more Two-Face. So Um, yeah, I have my own opinions about that. I I would have still liked his Joker oh, yeah. probably the best. Well, I, I would too, obviously. I mean, I'm not saying he didn't do a good job. I'm just saying, was it overhyped because of his death? I don't I don't feel like it was. Yeah. He brought something completely unique to that character. Uh, yeah. Because prior to that, we'd only seen, what, Mark Hamill in yeah. the animated series. And the and, guy who did latex Superman. And <laughs> what? Yeah, when what? Superman was still in that, like, stupid costume. Or not, uh, Batman. I was like, uh, yeah, no, Batman. where did my, Superman fall into my this? Brain, like, I'm thinking Detective Comics, but I'm not you thinking said the latex right Superman, and I'm like, is this a trilogy? No, no, latex Batman. Where he was you're, still in that you're dumb suit. Jack Nicholson. Yeah, which Jack Nicholson... I, I love Jack He Nicholson, was a different kind but... of Joker. He was more like the old, not really the, t- more like maybe the comic book Joker. Yeah. And then you had real life Joker sort of with Heath Ledger. And mm-hmm. then I feel like Jared Leto's Joker was more. <sighs> Gen Z <laughs> Joker. <Yeah. laughs> Sorry, no offense. Yeah. <laughs> he was, he was more like, I don't know, a cartoon Joker or something. His, his, his was just way out there. He felt like hipster Joker to me. Yeah, kind of. Just didn't like The him. damaged tattoo. Like, is that supposed to be ironic? Yeah. I don't get yeah. it. Like and he had front of his jib. And he stole little John's teeth. <laughs> I just didn't. I don't know. But uh, it was it was just a different take. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I don't know. I it, we had the same conversation with um, London because we also watched we were, we also rewatched The Crow this past week. 
Which is amazing. And I told her, I was like, he was fucking amazing in that role. Yeah. Brandon Lee was. Um, I It's one of my favorite movies of all time. I'm actually like a little disappointed in myself that I did not list that as one of my favorite movies of all time. We should cover that one at some point. I, I agree. hundred percent. I'll, I'll be here for that one or London. But yeah, I also love that movie. But I remember the same thing. That movie has become a cult classic and more notorious. But is it for that same reason is my point. It's it seems like when some when an actor dies in the middle of shooting a movie, that movie becomes more important. Mm, I don't I don't know that I necessarily agree with that. I, I was just I was just thinking out loud. Because it's, it's a good, don't shoot me. No 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 no. It's a good film. And and the reason I say that is because like look at his other films. None of his other films took off like that. Right. Like was it Showdown in Little Tokyo? Mm-hmm. It was him and Dolph Lundgren, and I think he had a couple more. Rapid Fire. Because it was really early in his career yeah. when that happened. Yeah. But none of them took off as much as that one did. And you could blame it on the fact or, or credit it to the fact that he passed during filming mm-hmm. I, honestly i think it's just a good movie yeah okay i was just like i said and none of the ones that loud. came after that did anywhere near as well oh no no, no but no. i mean you can't make edward furlong the crow and expect <laughs> it to do very well i was gonna say i do have a soft spot for part two part two's not anywhere near as good and then eric more but Morbius? i Mo- whatever his name was Mabius whatever um, that was well you know terrible. what don't say the name of can't say it right I don't say any names right you know this <laughs> it's more than time but I think Vincent Perez did a, a fairly decent job in part two I, I it, like I said it's not as good but it's still it's still pretty I have a soft spot for it I don't know maybe it's the soundtrack I love the soundtrack too just as much so yeah anyway so I guess to kind of bring it back around because we were talking about Marvel <laughs> yeah. right you know and what aren't the, they the, doing another Fantastic Four movie yeah I was gonna say we're allowed to go on tangents because we're talking about a Pillow Talk episode so we can have a Pillow Talk episode within a Pillow Talk episode and it's fine Pillowception yeah that's what I was just thinking of this bump good job so yeah, they're they're supposed to, it's in the works, right? Another I think, Fantastic I Four starring Stretch Armstrong. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So does anybody care about that in this room? Because I don't. I <sighs> would appreciate maybe a good Doctor Doom or a good Reed Richards. Uh the rest of them. Well, can if they if they go, go with what they were were kind of looks like laying the groundwork for in Multiverse of Madness with John Krasinski being Reed Richards, I would be a little bit more intrigued than yeah. say because God. God, I fucking hated the original Fantastic Four I thought Four you movies. really enjoyed That's the fair. dance sequence, though. Oh, my God. I hate uh, that fucking part. Okay, I will say that I have one problem. I cannot imagine John Krasinski being the most intelligent man in the world. I, just, oh, I don't know Oh, your why. Aunt Robbie is going to hunt you down and kill you. Good for her. I <laughs> will remain... Her Instagram opinion. handle is Jack Ryan right now. I so, know. I... All right, so I the first Fantastic Four movie. I this is going to sound so shitty. I just don't care for the guy that they cast as. I can't remember how to pronounce his name. Yeah, I, I'd never. He's it, British. He's got a complicated name. I, I can't remember what it is. I just didn't care for the way he played it. I thought that uh, what's his name, the commish, that it was the thing. <laughs> say the commish because we're so fucking old yeah no. a lot of people are probably like people are gonna have to google that shit yeah right gonna know what the fuck that is what was what I'm was the shield I... more people would say know him from the shield okay i couldn't remember the shield <laughs> i'm assuming when you say the commission i mean like is that short for commissioner yes yeah it was, so. he's a, he's the bald guy he's like <laughs> okay he's like hank from breaking bad but more angry hey do you remember the Ooh. guy who was in the 18 wheeler that ran over jack's teller i do that's him wow 
you know, speaking of which, the guy that plays Hank in Breaking Bad could pull that off, maybe. If they were going with the same aesthetic, but yeah. you wouldn't necessarily have but to do that. But you wouldn't have to do that. But anyway, he was fine. Ow! You Chris stepped on Evans, my foot. Sorry. Chris Evans had America's ass before he was Captain America. See, that... But what really ruined that movie was Jessica Alba. Okay, I do, I do have a question, and I hate to put you guys on the spot like this. Who do you think would make for an amazing Doctor Doom? Honestly, I think the guy from Nip Tuck that they cast in the first one did a decent job. Don't shake your head at me, Ashley. He's not a bad actor. No, 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 no. I I love him. I love Julian McMahon. I do. Yeah, that's his name. He has I a think name. he was horribly miscast as Doctor Doom, though. You, who do you think he should have been? I don't know. Not None of the casting was good in that film. No. I but... didn't even like Chris Evans in that film. And <clears throat> I love Chris Evans. Well, in this house, we all love Chris Evans. Yes, but I hated but him. He. I'm just saying that Julian Mc, whatever Julian <laughs> McMuffin? Mc, Julian McNugget was not the worst <laughs> part of that film. No, he was not. The whole film was the worst part yeah, of that. And then film. the one with the Silver Surfer that just that was just god awful. And then Fant Forstick was just, the whole thing. I just did not like that movie at all. No, no. Um, even so I can't, yeah. I can't even imagine, with Michael B. Jordan, it was not good. I can't imagine that a fourth outing is actually going to improve on anything in that. I just I just don't. And it could be that Sony had control of what those first three and Sony clearly sucks at making Fantastic Four movies or just superhero movies in general. Well, the Spider-Man movies have been good, so I can I can give them that. Yeah, but I mean, if they're going to do something like that, if they're going to continue, they just got to hand whatever Sony's got going on. They need to hand over their Marvel reigns to Kevin Feige because clearly they know what the hell they're doing. <laughs> That they is his do. Name, right? Yes, they do. But at the same time, I can understand where people are saying there is MCU fatigue just because as, as much of a badass as Kevin Feige has been and built this empire, it's becoming too formulaic now. Like well, everything's being played way too safe. See, I don't I don't necessarily disagree with you there. But I for me, it's not necessarily the fatigue of seeing, you know, the big characters like Thor and Iron Man. I would watch another two or three Iron Man movies and I would have been perfectly OK with that. But it's all everything to do with Robert Downey Jr., not necessarily the character of Iron Man. I my problem with Marvel right now is that, like Aiden said, they're having to haul up their lesser known uh, superheroes or the 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 su- successors to Iron Man and Captain yeah. America and all this stuff. And I just don't care about that. I just don't. They're they're not they're not the reason I showed up in the first place. So yeah. mm-hmm. no, I'm I'm just I'm I'm gonna be a little bit. I think it'll be hilarious whenever the superheroes that maybe my children know have the dumbest names in the world because you get to some of those B-list or B-list superheroes and villains and god I remember looking through your card collection of all those superhero cards you kept in that binder yeah I used to have those and so, <laughs> I don't know where they went there's I no just, telling but they had some of the dumbest names like polka dot man yeah rat catcher <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it got to a point where it's just like, okay, we're we're really reaching, but so, but that's one of those things. Like, I'm kind of excited to see what DC does because DC's got so much unexplored territory out there. They don't have nearly yeah. as many Do movies they? as they don't have nearly as many movies as uh, Marvel does. So there's still characters out there that they haven't. Okay, Deathstroke. That's Dude. fair. Yeah. Deathstroke would be fantastic. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. I would love to see a Deathstroke he's, movie. He's Deadpool, but serious. I need I need to know who voiced him in the original Teen Titans because if we brought him back for that part, it would be amazing. You never watched the animated series of Teen Titans, did you? Yes, I did. Yeah, he did amazing. You okay. cannot convince me of otherwise. But a voice actor does not necessarily ne- equate to a yeah. actor. Yeah, yeah. 
We that, can get someone else to do. Well, we could do. We could do. We could literally just do a Star Wars. The guy that's in the suit does not voice I, Darth Vader. I do remember. This is true. I think it was at the end of Batman v Superman where they brought in Joe Manganiello Holy. as a teaser for Deathstroke, and I was sitting there going, "Please, God, no!" That's a horribly miscast. Please, please don't do that to me. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Nothing against Joe Manganiello. I just. He's a good werewolf in True Blood, but I just don't see him being Deathstroke. No, no. That's that's awful. But anyway, I'm just saying they've got more that they haven't. They haven't gone there yet. I just found out that Ron Perlman voiced Deathstroke. In oh, the wow. End. I did not know that. Yeah, he, Ron Perlman cannot play Deathstroke right now. No. If you'd caught him about 30 years ago. Yeah, maybe. we're going to need to find someone else. That's heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah. He would, like I said, 30 years ago, he could probably do it. Yeah. It, it would look weird. He'd look like a bobblehead, though, by the time they got a mask over that giant cranium. But so, I, I love Ron Perlman, so. So do, so do I. But to wrap this thing up. <laughs> We're still obviously huge nerds. We're still huge Spider-Man fans. I'm I'm curious to see where they go with Spider-Man now that he's kind of back to being friendly neighborhood Spider-Man as opposed to Avenger Spider-Man. Yeah. That that'll be interesting to to tackle again. But if they I don't know. I'd like to see him go out on a high note as as opposed to where he ended up in No Way Home, you know, because they left mm-hmm. poor Garfield's Spider-Man, they left him in the deepest, darkest, blackest hole and then just stopped. Yeah. Yeah, they so. kind of left him with his with his butt hanging out. <laughs> I, no, I mean, I, I agree with you. They need to they need to come up with a way to to sort of tie up the loose ends there. The problem with him being going back to friendly neighborhood Spider-Man is that that kind of boils him back down to he's catching muggers and bank robbers and the fight in the Sinister Six, which we've already seen. Yeah. And I was never impressed with the Sinister Six as a group of villains. I think this might give us a chance to see different Spider-Man villains. Like, uh, what was name taskmaster i think yeah i mean i know that there's more out there and uh was it craven the hunter yeah that one might be good um an actual fight with the rhino because all we got was that sort of teaser at the end of one of garfield's where he was fighting the rhino and apparently that fight ended brutally (laughs) um, according to the flashback so i mean there's still some characters out there but at the end of the day you're looking at the sinister six and they've already done all of those they did the vulture right Mm -hmm. uh they did the electric guy jamie fox Mm -hmm. played the electric guy they did doc ock we've done mysterio there's two more and i don't know who they are <laughs> I just Oh, did I oh, tell you well, we're huge I think, nerds? I think the 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 lizard. I think he's one of them, but they pretty well covered all their bases in terms of his primary villains or his opponents. So I just, they'd have to kind of reach out I guess there. we still have to have a Venom team up at some point. Eh, we don't. <laughs> we don't. I would love and to I, see a Venom fight. Here's the deal, honestly. As and we, Carnage. Okay, I did not mind Woody Harrelson as Carnage. That though. was, he was crazy. It worked. It's because it Woody Harrelson's crazy. But <laughs> I, I, as much as I love Tom Hardy, I kind of don't want to see him Those movies are not good. Up. Okay, okay. Speaking, speaking of crazy and carnage. Okay, hear me out. Nicolas Cage. (laughs) (laughs) That might be hilarious. That might be fantastic to see. It might be scary. Okay. We still got to get you to watch Mandy. We should watch Mandy tonight. Let's watch that tonight. We'll order, we'll all get Whataburger number threes. (laughs) No, my poor heart couldn't take it. And we'll watch, well, we'll eat something that is insane and watch a person that is insane. I'm just kidding. I love Nick Cage. Speaking of which, so we were talking about superheroes, right? And he wanted to be Spider-Man or not Spider-Man. No, he He wanted wanted to be Superman. Superman So badly. Yes. Now, there was going to be a Tim Burton Superman. A balding Spider-Man that still has a mullet. (laughs) And I would totally watch that. (laughs) Absolutely. But now I have another one. 
Okay. So what was that movie we watched? The Unbearable Weight of something. Massive Talent. Yeah, that one. That was actually a pretty good movie. Oh, it was amazing. But I, I like Nick Cage. Holy so I have an idea, Aiden. No. I have an idea. Oh, he said, he's, we, we put Mando as Deathstroke. Oh my God, my brain just connected <laughs> those dots. He could totally play Deathstroke. The guy that, that played the Mandalorian? Yes. Pablo Because he, he was, cause he was also that, that raging Nicolas Cage fan in that movie. Yes, he was. That, oh. He might make a good Deathstroke. That might be amazing. I'm but, so sorry. My brain just connected those dots if they're gonna we were talking about the joker earlier <gasps> nick cage plays the joker that oh that god. would also be that would also we be need to amazing. wrap this up guys we need to so bad <laughs> but oh my god captain my insano shows no mercy <laughs> at any rate all right let's just let's just stop yeah we gotta we, we, stop. we gotta stop <laughs> we hope you if, if you've if you've never listened to the original episode pillow talk episode four all about spider-man and it's his various iterations we hope you enjoy the upcoming episode or well not upcoming you know what i mean it's about to play for you goddamn we hope you enjoy the episode you said goddamn i said goddamn <laughs> i can't say it <laughs> can i get one can I no get one? no, no. <laughs> thank you for joining us being here with us we hope you enjoy the episode guys take care take care bye my name is travis lewis i am part of the dead and married podcast to all cinema enforcement entities, this is not an admission of guilt. I am speaking to my family now. Ashley, you are the love of my life. I hope you know that. Aiden, you're my big man. To our fans, there are going to be some things that you'll come to learn about these films in the next few minutes. But just know that no matter how many spoilers there are, we only have you in our hearts. Goodbye. Hey everybody, and we are back with the Hi. first... Yeah, hi. <laughs> we was just jumped right in there. So this is the first pillow talk of the new season. I, well, it's it's more of a just like an impromptu one because we're between seasons. It's but because you're impatient. That's why I, it's... I'm, yes, I am horribly impatient. And you're a fangirl. <laughs> I am. And joining us today is our son Aiden again. Yeah, I'm also here. Uh, don't pay attention to my parents bickering. I promise it'll get better as time goes on. <laughs> He's a fangirl too. <laughs> Only a little bit. <laughs> so, so I think today we're going to talk about Spider-Man. No Way Home, yeah. Yeah, well, sort of. Are we spoiling or are we yes, not spoiling? Yes, guys, we are doing full spoilers. So if you've not checked out the new film, just stop listening. Yeah, so just so that we're clear... <laughs> Watch the my, movie first before you listen to us. My beautiful wife. Oh, God. I hate what and is that? wife. And my wonderful son will be responsible for most of the spoilers because I think I might have napped a little during No Way Home. I suspected that happened. Yeah, I think you fall, fell asleep like at I, least twice. The, it felt like it was a really long movie, but I think that's because every time I woke up, it was still on. Oh, my God. <laughs> This is okay, so don't take his word for it because that doesn't make it a bad movie. I was gonna no. say we we you guys have known from the beginning that Travis's opinion on on film differs from mine, so he's not always gonna be the fun one of the group. Well, it's so it's not that, and it's not that it was a bad movie. It's that if you put me in a cool dark place, <laughs> in a seated position, and in our theater they they remodeled, so now those chairs they lay recline, back. yeah. They're nice. <laughs> so you give me a nice chair in a cold, dark place, and I'm going to fall asleep. Which is weird, because I know for a fact you can fall asleep just about anywhere. Yes, this is true. And uh, I was they've made, say, this they've... is the same man who falls asleep standing up in the shower. 
Yeah. <laughs> they've, made has, substantially, they've made it substantially easier by making the chairs recline. They really have. It's unfair. I think it's a ploy to make you have to watch a movie twice. After you fall asleep in the first one, then you have to pay to see it again. I think I'll think i go back and watch this again. Oh, absolutely. No, no, no. <laughs> is that is that, that what we're doing? Is that what we're talking about? We're just going to go watch it again? No, I think it's a money grab on the theater's part. <laughs> we're going to make it really comfortable so you'll nap. And then you'll realize you didn't watch half of the movie, and, and then come you'll back. get home, and you'll be watching reviews on YouTube, <laughs> and you'll be like, "Shit, I don't even remember that." Part. When, when did he get a gun? I was gonna say Aiden will go back and watch it a third time. When did that happen? I have to go watch yeah. this again. Yeah, Aiden has already seen it twice, and we've only watched it once because Aiden yeah. was lucky enough to get to go with a friend and. I started to tag along that night, and then I decided it'd be too weird, you know, if, if mom is there when you're hanging out with your friend. I was I'm pretty f- sure I his felt... friend brought his mom. So. Yeah, I would have felt bad for you, because you would have had to sit on the very end next to his mom and his mom's boyfriend. Yeah. And way, by the time we'd gotten there, all of the tickets had sold out. Yeah. Yeah, we had, we had kind of a bitch of a time finding seats yesterday. So, for me, I guess in honor of this... And the return of J. Jonah Jameson. Oh my god. Yes. You I'm don't a... have to make this joke. What? <laughs> I think I'll have a little Jameson. <laughs> my dad's getting liquored up in celebration of the new Spider-Man. No, not liquored up. <laughs> but I'm going to have some Jameson. So, alright. So we're going to talk about the new one and then go back and talk about we're the old ones. Because we watched the yeah. very first, the, the first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. And we watched the two from uh, Garfield guy. The Forbidden Spider-Man. Which, to yes. be honest with you, those were not as bad as I remembered them yeah. being. We'll, 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 get, we'll get to it. But yeah, so. basically we're going we're gonna to give you our yeah. thoughts on the new film. And then we're going to go back and reminisce about the other series a little All bit. Right. So. Well, why don't you kick us off? Because I don't remember how the movie started. Well, we're not doing that. We're not. We're not giving a play for play. No, but I don't know where to start because I don't remember the opening credits. <laughs> so okay, so we, how about I we? I think I might have sat down and fallen asleep at some point during the. Tra- how the trailers. about? How about we talk about what we enjoyed about this film first? Let's let's start um, that way. Aiden, you start. The presence of all three Spider Men was definitely fun. It was it was nice to see all of them. Um, it was also nice to see Andrew Garfield make a comeback from the. Uh, Forbidden Spider-Man movies, which apparently are not as bad as we had originally perceived them to be. Are you waiting for me to chime in? <laughs> I was, I yeah, that's yeah. like waiting. <laughs> well, I mean, because we, we, we came home and watched those, yeah. and yeah. I, they weren't bad. Yeah. No, they weren't as bad as I thought they were. Yeah. Like, for some reason, I remembered those movies being the really terrible, Yeah. and while I still have some, some issues with those movies, it's not that Garfield guy. So yeah. I'm he's, just, he's not the problem I have with those movies. I'm just going to be honest. Spider-Man, the, the Tobey, you better stop. The Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans have always been my favorite. Just period. Even now, even after Holland, like these are still, Maguire's still my favorite Spider-Man. Um, so I couldn't even tell you how many times I went to see that movie, that first movie in the theaters. Like I went over and over and over. I probably saw it 10 times in its original run. And then... Several years later, I forget what year The Amazing Spider-Man came out, but when it came out and we watched it, it was like I didn't want anything to do with it from Jump. Like, And I remember watching it, and he had a skateboard and everything, and I was like, oh, I get it. This is hipster Spider-Man. Like, And I already decided right there I wanted no part of it. 
So, and I think I did see The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Again, not when it came out. I think we rented both of these. Yeah. And I watched it and was it was kind of like I, I had the same attitude. It didn't change. I was just like, I'm going to watch it because it's Spider-Man. We don't get super... I mean, because this was kind of not really when the MCU became the machine that it has. So you basically took any superhero movie you could get at the time. So I did watch it just because it was a Spider-Man movie, but I didn't love it. At, like at all um, and that was unfair completely unfair well let's let's go ahead and be fair I have not been a huge fan of any of the Marvel stuff that Sony has done you namely spider-man because that's all they've done well did they not do the original Fantastic Four movies too oh and they got a hold of X-Men did they not no uh-uh. X-Men is a Fox property okay well oh. anybody who's not Marvel screws up Marvel <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I, I wouldn't say that's entirely fair either because I have enjoyed the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies. I know a lot of people who haven't. Um, okay, I thought those were all MCU movies. Are they not? No, that's why they had this big legal battle over um, Marvel trying to get the rights. That's why there for a while they said there weren't going to be any more Tom Holland Spider-Man movies because um, Sony and Marvel could not reach an agreement. Oh, well, Sony just needs to piss off and sell Spider-Man to Marvel. <laughs> That's who should have it anyway. Yeah, uh, I think it, that's going to depend on who you ask. But well, in that in, in that case, then I guess the and the, the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies are the only ones that Sony's done that I. While we're talking about this, we will get into that debate over who should have these characters and you know DCU versus MCU. Like we'll we'll get into all that, but right now let's honey well, let's talk about it. What did you enjoy about the movie? So. I guess if I had to pick favorite parts, I liked it when uh, Tobey Maguire and Garfield showed up. I thought that was pretty cool. I liked watching the interaction between the three Spider-Men. Mm-hmm. I have to say Spider-Men. I heard somebody earlier today say <laughs> Spider-Mans. Yeah. Look at all three of them Spider-Mans. And I just can't. It's Spider-Men. It's, it's plural. Anyway. Um, that was neat. I could have done with more of that, honestly. I mean, I guess if I had a gripe, it would be I didn't get enough of that. Mm-hmm. They had really good chemistry on screen, the three of them. They yeah, really did. They actually did. And it wasn't as competitive as I thought it would be, mm-hmm. you know? This is more of but a mentor-mentor relationship. I would have liked to specifically have seen more of Tobey Maguire, because mm-hmm. clearly he's older than the other two. Yeah. That, you know, he out of the three, he would be the OG Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. He didn't talk a lot compared to the other two. And uh, he, I feel like he probably had a lot more to contribute, you know? Maybe we just need an extended cut of that or something. I don't know. But I enjoyed that. If they just extended it by, like, 30 minutes, I'd enjoy it. Make it a full three-hour movie. Okay, no. <laughs> Make it rival the Lord of the Rings movies? Just no. I'm not, I'm not looking for The Hobbit. Like, give me five more minutes, right, of them, just them doing their thing. Maybe a bit of bickering. I, I did not. I don't have an issue with comedy in the, in the MC. You movies? Uh-huh. I don't... That doesn't bother me. I know it bothers some people, but, you know, as long as it feels natural, then I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Um, having said that, I like, the, I like Doctor Strange in this, but then I, I'm a, I like Doctor Strange, you know? Yeah. I think Benedict Cumberbatch pay, plays that part very well. He comes to that part as naturally, I think, as Robert Downey Jr. came to Tony Stark. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and you have to wonder, are they acting, or is that just them? Yeah. Because you really could go either way. Is, is that really Doctor Strange? Do we really have super people? <laughs> I don't know where you're going with that. 
you said is that is that really just them? No, no, no he no, just no. means do they really have to act in order? Are to they play acting, that part? or is that just how they are all the time? An extension of their personality. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because yeah. a lot of the stuff that you saw outside of the MCU with Robert Downey Jr., he's that guy. That's that's who he is. It seems like right. He's yeah. he's, he's Tony Stark all the time. Mm-hmm. In everything but name, and I wonder if Benedict Cumberbatch isn't Doctor Strange in everything but name all the time. I don't Maybe. know. He seems more prim and proper to me, Is I he? guess. Yeah, I well, know. I mean, all, all British guys come across Maybe. that way. <laughs> but point being, I feel like that part seems very natural to him. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. I feel like Tom Holland, the kind of awkward teenager thing, seems to come very natural to him. Mm-hmm. Although I know he's not a teenager. He, he pulls it off really well. And watching those two interact, I enjoyed that. How, how old is he? Uh, he's he's in his like early to mid twenties, I believe. Wow, he's old. <laughs> I mean, just comparatively to how he looks like and the character and all. I'm not calling you old, Dad. I'm not calling you old either, Mom. I didn't mean it like that. No, it's just anyway. If I really considered mid to mid to early twenties to be old, then you guys would be geriatric at this point, and that's not yeah. how I mean it at all. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, somebody's grounded. Anyway, <laughs> only a little bit. So, I don't know. I enjoyed that. Um, I, but I, like I said, I like Doctor Strange. I like seeing him and stuff. I think when it's him and someone else and they're kind of bouncing off of each other, like when he's casting the spell and Peter keeps interrupting him, mm-hmm. you know, that, that sort of natural comedy that, that happens in there. And it's not maybe not meant to be funny, but it is a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I like that. I like the special effects. When they had their their kind of showdown, although it's very Inception-y, right? It's like, if Marvel did Inception, this is what it would look like. There was a lot of that. The Doctor Strange lends very well to that. When you bring Doctor Strange in, Inception is what you get. It's Inception with superheroes. Yeah. But I'm I'm okay with that. Having said that, I really didn't care for the Inception movie, but for whatever reason, (laughs) when you have a superhero in it, it works for me. So I guess that's, that's really it for me. How about you? There's so much I loved about this movie. Um, okay, well, we're only going to record for like an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's really so much I loved about this movie. Um, I wish that we had been in a room where we had maybe a little bit rowdier of an audience because, I mean, you, you obviously don't want to go into a movie where people are being loud and obnoxious, but if they're enthusiastic about the film, if they're, if they're engaging with the film, that's something completely so different. So did you look behind us when the lights came on when the movie was over? No. Okay, a lot of those people probably remembered when Stan Lee was still coloring the comic books himself. <laughs> okay. He was not exactly a young If they'd have gotten real excited, there might have been a broken hip in the audience. So Because I was legitimately the only person who clapped when Tobey Maguire came through the portal. Like, and... London and I felt like such a geek because London looked like leaned over and looked at me and goes, Mom, it's not that serious. <laughs> like, calm down. And I'm like, and after the movie was over, I we were standing and I told London, I was like, Look, you guys grew up with Andrew Garfield and Tom Holland. I was like, But Tobey Maguire is my Spider Man. Like, my mom has said the same thing about Christopher Reeve. She's like, That's my Superman. That's who I grew up with. So. Travis and I, which we've told you guys more than once, have been together for 20 years. And Spider-Man was like one of the first movies we went to see when we were dating before we were married. And so it's just one of those, it's like a time capsule 
almost of where we were at at that point in time and um it brings back a lot of nostalgia so it's like as soon as i saw saw him it's like this wave of nostalgia came flooding back and it did it, it made my heart feel good well and toby mcguire's close to our age yeah i think yeah if not so. maybe a little bit older but yeah definitely so when we watched that movie for the first time it was we were in our 20s and he was too and yeah now, we're all old, so. <laughs> yeah, so relating with the back stuff in this movie. I'm glad we could grow old together with you, Toby. <laughs> but, um, yes, obviously having him come back, having um, the villains come back. And, again, um, Andrew Garfield was not my Spider-Man. I didn't get into those movies as much. But even seeing him come back, it just, it was like going to watch X-Men Days of Future Past, you know, where you had these new characters, but these characters you grew up with, and it was just this big amalgamation of, I, I don't know. It was, it was just, it, it was amazing. It was, it was like going to watch Endgame all over again, you know, where you're sitting and you have all these emotions go through. You laugh, you cry, and you cheer, and that's that's really what it was as soon as those guys came through those portals i was just you know because in in a bitch that i have right now is trailers like i'm i'm getting to the point now where i don't even watch trailers for movies anymore just because i want to be surprised you know if we had no social media or trailers telling us guess what um, Doc Ock's going to be in this movie. Green Goblin's going to be in this movie. And you were just sitting and you didn't know anything else about the movie except that they were going to do this spell to make people forget that Peter was Spider-Man. And you went into it not knowing that those guys were going to show up. As soon as you fucking see a tentacle come flying out of the mist, what are you going to do? You're going to freak the fuck out. Yeah, it makes you miss kind of the, what was it, the, the early 80s horror trailers and late 70s, I guess, when the trailer was simple. Yeah. Right? It was like, the most terrifying movie you've seen this year. <laughs> yeah. And then it was over, and that was the trailer. It was just and a bunch like, of... oh, crap, what's going to happen? i got to go see that movie. And then you were surprised. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to show my age here, but just, again, in the age of, of YouTube and social media where people can't fucking keep their mouths shut about anything, Aiden gave me two spoilers before I even went to see the movie. So thanks a lot for that, Aiden. Oh, you're welcome. And you deserved it. <laughs> you know what? You, you deserved it. So, see, I... I I, I like being surprised in a movie. I do. Don't get me wrong. But the older I get, the more I appreciate those trailers. Because I watch the trailer and I think, good. Now I know about all the things I'm going to sleep through. <laughs> it's terrible. I will wake up and still know what's happening because I've <laughs> I, seen all these trailers. <laughs> I have received a good enough brief summary to know what I'm going to miss. Yeah. But we talked about that a little bit with the Halloween Kills trailer. About how it gave everything fucking away. Yeah. And I don't need I don't need those trailers. Yeah. I, I, again, purposely stayed away from those trailers. I think I watched the first teaser, and that was it. And I'm good with teasers. Like, give me just enough to go, fuck yeah, I'm going to go see that. As opposed to giving away the entire movie, and then you're sitting there, and what is there to get excited about anymore? You know? So you're saying you're like your lady to have a little mystery, huh? Exactly. <laughs> so, yes, really enjoyed that aspect, just all of that nostalgia. Um and not even just for the characters they brought back for themselves. There were small, subtle things. Like, they brought back in some of the old Danny Elfman score, which, it, it, it was another thing again. It just made my heart happy. It made me feel like I was a 19-year-old girl again. Speaking <laughs> of music, you got to have Tobey Maguire Spider-Man without Nickelback. How do you feel about that? I feel okay about it. Yeah. <laughs> I think everybody felt okay about it. Um, and... 
I thought, uh, and I actually tweeted about this at like two o'clock this morning for some reason because I couldn't get it off my brain. I feel really bad that I didn't give more credit to Andrew Garfield because as far as I'm concerned, he stole the show this time. Like, he he made this movie, in my opinion. And, and that's not anything to discredit um, Tom Holland because he always brings it to Spider-Man. He's a great Spider-Man. But... Um, and nothing to take away from Tobey Maguire again because he's my favorite ultimately but it it was like I don't know it was like I was seeing him in a different light where I walked out of the movie and I was like I really need to give those movies another chance because I, I don't think that was fair because they're still not great they're still not great Spider-Man movies but he is a great Spider-Man yeah, and I, well, I think I said it earlier. I have a problem with the movies. I don't have a problem with his performance right. in yeah. the movies. Mm-hmm. But the movies probably could have been a little bit better written, a little more thought put into some of the elements there. Uh-huh. I, I have but, a question, because unlike the two of you, I did not watch the second Andrew Garfield movie. Um, did he have a cringy emo phase the same way Tobey <laughs> Maguire did? No. Wasn't he okay, emo phase in both movies? <laughs> I was going to ask, because if Tobey Maguire had one and Andrew Garfield had one, that means that we're definitely going to get a cringy emo phase Tom Holland, <laughs> and I'm here for that. That'll be funny. You're going to see him do disco walking down oh, the street? Oh, yeah. This, that'll just be fantastic. That That's probably one of the mistakes that they realized they made that is never to be repeated. I, I want them so bad doing it. You know what? I don't what? mind Maybe it. that's the reason we didn't get an Amazing Spider-Man 3 is that there was a cringy emo phase in number three. <laughs> Somebody read it and went, crap, we can't do that. We can't do that again. We Just did call the first it off. Time, We're not going to make the third one. I think what happened with the way they ended part two and Gwen's death, I honestly, I don't think they knew where to go from there. That was a pretty bleak ending they well, left Who else with. can we kill? We have no one else. <laughs> yeah. I but don't know. But I, I, think, I think Garfield brought it in this. I'm personally lobbying for an Amazing Spider-Man 3 now. Are you really? Yeah, I really am. Like, wow. he, he really changed my mind just based off of so this performance. So now you want multiple timelines or multiple... You want to continue with the multiverse thing. Hey, we got, got multiple, we got Andrew multiple Garfield Michael Myers storylines, so why not? Doing his thing over here and Tom Holland doing his thing over here. Yeah. Maybe um, see a couple old Tommy Maguire movies. <laughs> Watching him swing around only to land and go, ah, my back. Oh, hold on, hold on. I had a friend show me. He kind of did that a little bit in this one. Yeah. I I know it wasn't intentionally trying to be a callback, but that was immediately where my mind went to. He accidentally accidentally (laughs) falls off of a roof weird. He's, ah, my hip. Hold on, hold on. He has to call a timeout while he's up against. No, but when Andrew Garfield asked, you want to pop your back? (laughs) That was pretty it good. It was pretty yeah. good, yeah. But I'm, I'm feeling Tobey Maguire's pain because I'm in that age group, too. Yeah, unfortunately. But, but um, I could have done with more Tobey Maguire. Like I said, yes. I think Andrew Garfield did a great job in mm-hmm. this movie. I think it'd be hilarious. I kind of feel like as soon as, and maybe it was maybe it was unintentional, I feel like Tom Holland kind of took a backseat as soon as those two guys got on screen. Uh, I don't know uh, that I would say that entirely. Not character, but he, you know, he took about a half a step back, maybe. I thought... Because I, I was more focused on what those two guys were doing than what he was doing. I, see, I wasn't. Um, I thought that they... I, I was very happy with the way they gave them all three equal time. I felt like they did because Peter obviously had the biggest blow dealt to him in this movie with the death of May. And I, Aiden, he, you did come home and tell me, he was like, my friend cried. <laughs> Yeah. And I was like, we walked out of the movie, and I was like, just out of curiosity, what part did he cry at? And he was like, when May died. And I was like, really? I didn't I didn't cry. And 
I felt bad because it was really sad. I mean, she's probably uh, my favorite May of these three franchises, but it, it was sad. But I found myself more getting teary-eyed um, for other reasons apart from that. I mean, I know that doesn't make any sense, but there's this part where uh, Toby's Spider-Man gets stabbed. And I was like, okay, that's it. That's that's it. He's about to fucking die, and this will be the part that I lose my shit. <laughs> so, if he dies, I'm never watching another Spider-Man movie. No, ever. no, I wouldn't go that far. But that that would have felt like the end of my childhood or something. <laughs> I thought it was kind of cool because when 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 Garfield Spider-Man comes running over there, and he's like, "It's okay, I've been stabbed before." Yeah. <laughs> it's like again, he's he's supposed to be the OG Spider-Man, and I think I could have done with more of that. Yeah. Like him talking through the two younger incarnations about this is this is what i've been through and this is what i've had to deal with Mm -hmm. you know yeah okay i loved the part where like they're both talking about like what's the what's the greatest villain you've ever fought and like there's two of them it's like we fought aliens and andrew garfield's just like i fought a russian dude in a rhino suit that's that's about it and he really didn't even fight him that was like a a tease at the end of part two yeah and you got the feeling when he was swinging the the manhole cover around that that was a short fight yeah (laughs) <laughs> it didn't it didn't last long. Yeah, no. But yeah, they all seem to be pretty impressed that Tom Holland Spider Man had gone into had space. Had gone to space, yeah. Yeah. Fought an alien on Earth. And then I went and fought an alien in space. In, and in dis- space? And then disappeared for five years and then But I I really appreciated that they brought up those things that these three universes are so vastly different. I mean as as many similarities as they have, and ultimately at the end of the day, that's where they found really found that they had a strong bond was they had been through the same thing. But having said that with them having all have been through the same things, they've also got really huge differences that some of the other guys have not had to deal with or have not had the same advantage. Like uh, Tom Holland talking about uh, fighting with the Avengers and the other guys are like, who's that? You know? So that, I mean, even in that cut scene mid credit where uh, you've got Eddie Brock at the bar getting filled in on Thanos and everything, and he's just like, "This is wild!" Like it was just some crazy shit. But we were talk, we were discussing earlier um, off camera about, uh, or not camera, but <laughs> you know what I mean. We were discussing earlier about the fact that Tom Holland's Spider Man has had these advantages because he basically got scooped up by Tony in the beginning so he got to get a fancy suit and he got to get all these fancy weapons and mechanisms and these other two guys were just your every i mean I'm, they're still superheroes but they were your normal everyday guys that didn't get to have those they were just friendly your neighborhood spider neighborhood spider exactly exactly so high five <laughs> i think is part of why um if you if you actually pay attention Obviously, um, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man is, like, miles stronger than the other two. There's, uh, well, I don't know about miles, but he seems to be physically stronger, at least, yeah. than Tom Holland. And if, because yeah. if you look at Cause, that, because, like, the scene at the end where, um... When he's going for the kill? Yeah, Tom Holland is, like, sh- just slamming down uh, Green Goblin's glider. Tobey Maguire stops, like, it's nothing. And he you just kind of th- puts his hands up and is like, man... You know what that made me think of? And it's th- the look on his face, he's like... Come on, guy. Dude. It was like that scene all over again in um, Infinity War where Thanos is going to punch and Cap grabs his glove and is just holding it. And it's like, he shouldn't be this strong, 
but he but he is and he's able to just you know yeah, well, cap was, was struggling with it toby yeah. was not my thing with toby well, McGuire, I know. i'm looked, just saying it was reminiscent of that scene yeah. for me but he looked at him like dude we talked about this like on the roof like 30 <laughs> minutes ago we, we'd covered this yeah i mean you get it and and they did bring it up in the film like I lost my Uncle Ben. I lost Gwen, you know. And so I loved the fact that they were trying to stop him from turning into what they did. I thought that that was nice character arcs for both of them. Yeah, but at yeah. the same time, we don't really know what they turned into. We kind of do, but at Garfield least. Garfield makes a statement, you know, yeah. I stopped pulling my punches. But I want to see that movie. <laughs> Honestly. Want to watch? want to watch him just, like, beat down on... yeah. But, I mean, we never really got that from McGuire. Uh, I would say probably in the first film, we did get to see a little taste of that when he was trying to hunt down Uncle Ben's killers. And whenever Green Goblin threatened to kill Mary Jane, where you do see that moment of, like, he's really fucking fixing to just Batman this shit. Like, he's going to lose his mind. Somebody about to get kicked out of a window. But the point is, he never did. Yeah. He did kill that guy at the beginning. Yeah, didn't he? He Yes. Yeah. Did he kill him or did he just let him fall? Well, either way, that's still... <laughs> but I guess I'm saying he didn't physically do it himself. No, but he is... That's my, that's my point. He is kind of responsible for that guy's death. Inadvertently, but yes. It's like I don't the... Think uh, so. no, I like, disagree with that. Like the train, like the train thing. The, that moral question of like if you like if you leave it alone it'll kill five people but if you pull the lever it'll only kill one you're still technically responsible for the one person's death if you pull the lever because yes the train killed them but you're the reason the train killed them or you pulled the lever yeah he or in pulled Batman the lever begins where he's like I don't have to uh, he's like I'm not gonna kill you but I don't have to stop the train or I don't have to save you either yeah basically I like, get it I don't know I just don't feel like Toby McGuire's uh, I don't. I don't feel like his Spider-Man really went to that dark a place. Okay, I do. You know I do kind of want to. I do. Well, kinda, I, I, he I, was. He was angry, but he wasn't like Ben F. Like Batman angry. Uh, yeah. Well, and I didn't really see that from Garfield's Batman either. Although, you Spider-Man. What did I say? <laughs> Batman. Batman. <laughs> I was not aware that Andrew Garfield played Batman too. <laughs> Donald Pleasance. <laughs> That just needs to be our slogan. Like, every time I screw up a name, that's what I'm going to say. <laughs> Donald Loomis. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. And if you haven't seen any of the ones we did on Halloween, I never get his name right. I think out of all, what, five, six movies that we did, I got his name right once. Yeah, you did a Donald Glover instead of a Danny Glover once, I did too. do a Donald Glover when we did Predator 2. Which this is there America. is a Donald Glover, but he's not yes. in Predator 2. Right. He is in Spider-Man, though. <laughs> Okay, to uh, to kind of sidetrack for a minute, if you watch... Oh, we already sidetracked. Yeah, I know, but to sidetrack even farther, if you watch the Batman movies, half of those people he probably kills. Like, he says, I don't kill, but if you watch it, how hard he hits those people, and like, what he does to some of them, they definitely die. Like, You're so loud. I know, but like, broken spines, broken... Use your, like, use your inside voice. Well, I believe that was a um, lot of people's bitch about the Black Widow movie, is like, half the things that sh- that happened to her in that film should have killed her, yeah. because she doesn't have the superpowers that everybody has, so... Well, if that's the case, then it should have happened to Hawkeye, too. Exactly. Like, they, yeah, yeah but I think that was people's big complaint, but I'm, but I'm still sitting over here like, it's still a superhero movie, guys. Like, They're super in their own way. <laughs> but... But no, I just. Uh, but back to Spider-Man and his actually, dark, for that matter, Spider-Man's dark phase. I feel like Tom Holland was closer to going over the edge 
than those other two were in yeah. their movies. Like the emotion that he brought to that. Yes. I feel like in that moment, what's his name? The little guy. Tom Holland? Yeah, that one. <laughs> the small British His one. Spider-Man was closer to breaking than the other two got in their respective storylines. He was story fucking lines. angry as shit. He was about sure. to impale Green Goblin on purpose. I'm going to break my one rule. He didn't kill him because another Spider-Man stopped him. He didn't kill. He didn't not kill him out of conscience. Yes. Does that make sense? And I feel like the other two at some point, they were, they were almost to that point, and then they didn't. Well, it wasn't like... They didn't cross that line out of conscience. It wasn't I don't like think Tom Holland when, uh, was prepared to stop. Yeah, but it's, it was, it wasn't like when Green Goblin died in Tobey Maguire's first movie. But that was an accident. Was, yeah, where it was an accident. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like he, he, was had about in, to... he had intent, Whew. and there was no Jiminy Cricket that was going to pull him back. That was yeah. about to happen. Yeah. Um, but I feel, like, I feel like overall Tom Holland gave a, a pretty good performance He, he really did give it an amazing emotional, performance. He was very emotional. Yes. More, yeah. Uh-huh. A lot more than than the other any other movies we'd seen him in in the MCU prior to this. So uh, I I don't know. There there's still that scene where he's about to dust in Infinity War. It's not him that gets me. It's Tony that chokes oh. me up every time. It's Tony's reaction to it that gets me, not Tom Holland's. Well, for me, it's it is Tom Holland's and his apologizing. Like it's somehow his fault that he's getting dusted. Eh. You know, and it, no, it's Star heartbreaking. Lords. Well, you know, it or, could be could be his fault. It's Star Lord's fault. <laughs> it is Star Lord's fault. It is Star Lord's fault. Everybody fault. knows that. But Fresh or everybody hates Chris. Or at the end That's of a different show. Or at the end of Endgame where he goes over to Tony, he's like, We did it, sir. That's like, oh my god. Like I don't think that Tom Holland has any has had any problem giving an emotional I will give performance. You that. At, at the end of Endgame. Yes. When Tony's dying, he does he it's, does bring it. But I feel like you got more of that in this movie than you did in the other ones. Yes. So. And that's why I'm like I said I'm not opposed to Andrew Garfield getting another movie because I, I man watching Amazing Spider-Man two last night when Gwen died his crying like man he, he ugly cried like he was doing the hitching in his breath and everything like somebody who's really crying does and it was just man I I didn't expect me expect it to affect me the way that it did so that's why I was like okay I obviously didn't give this guy enough credit like. All three, I feel like all three of those guys brought it. And yeah, yeah you could say that Tobey Maguire maybe was more subdued in comparison mm-hmm. to the other two. In this movie, he was. Yes. But, well, hell in any of them. He, he's the more subdued Spider-Man of the three. Well, because um, you've got, he's, he's nerdy Spider-Man. Andrew Garfield was... Emo uh, Spider-Man. Emo Spider-Man. <laughs> and uh, Tom Holland is uh, hipster, hipster Spider-Man. Yeah. So <laughs> they're, they're appropriate for their generation. Yes. Yes, so. I agree. Um, and <laughs> Aiden's looking at us like, just fucking let me talk. Let's let hipster Aiden <laughs> give his two cents. <laughs> um, so I was just going to say, I feel like I, I really like Tom Holland's character because if you really look at it, I feel like he's lost a lot more than the other two as of now. As of the end of this movie, I feel like he's lost more than the other two and he's still determined to be Spider-Man. Right. Well. Because, no, because think about it. Tobey Maguire, yeah, he lost Gwen and he lost... You mean Ben. Or, yeah, no, didn't he end up losing... There M- was no M- Gwen in no, Tobey Maguire's. My bad. There, <laughs> well, there MJ. was, he lost was his MJ. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true, that's but true. But he was just some side But piece. didn't his MJ die, too, at the end of 3? No, no, she does not. Oh, We well, lose then, Harry in part 3. Well, still, he lost his best friend and he lost uh, Uncle Ben. Uh-huh. But, and then we have... Uh, 
Andrew Garfield, who lost, as far as I know, somebody who ba- he barely knew, which was his dad. Yeah, his yeah his girlfriend's dad. Well, his oh, and his, his own, own dad. dad. Yeah. And then he lost his girlfriend, right? That's mm-hmm. what he says. Um, but well, if he lost look, his, he lost both parents. Yeah. Um, he lost yeah. his mom and his dad on that airplane. Mm-hmm. But does he remember any of and that? Then he lost, That's my thing. Is and then he, he lost Dennis Leary. <laughs> what a thing a to tragedy. lose. We, we a all, tragedy. And we all felt that loss with him. <laughs> yeah, and then Gwen. But if you look at um, if you look at Tom Holland's, he just lost all of his friends. Not one, all of them, because of the spell. And then he had lost Tony previously then, to Yeah, that. and then he lost his closest thing to a father figure. Big difference. And his though. Aunt May. Big difference. Yes, he lost Aunt May, and he lost Tony, but not in this movie. Yeah. Right? But all of those people that you're saying, he just lost everybody that ever knew him, this is true. Well, but I know they're still alive. I know they're not dead. He but can I feel still like... go to the donut shop and see the girl with one name. Yeah, he. I can't remember that girl's <laughs> name. He can still go see. I his get what Aiden's trying to say. Guy though. in a chair. Like, he feels like this. This particular Spider-Man has been through more than the others, and I, I can see that with all the Thanos stuff and. Um, he wasn't there for most of it. Well, no, he was. Part... He was gone for five years. Yes. Yeah. But that, I don't know, the repercussions of that, everything, it, it's still, I can see what he's saying. It, I get it, it. hits he's just a little bit harder. He's seen some shit yeah. and some things. Yeah. <laughs> he probably wouldn't recommend it. But I think out of the three, he has probably lost the most so far. Well. Unless we get more movies from Tobey Maguire and... I don't know. Well, I guess I just so, I guess the reason I disagree is because part of what he lost is still there. He can st- he can still he can go back and make friends with the guy in a chair. He can go could although at the end of that movie I got the feeling that he's not going to go back after the girl. That was about to be my point. Okay, but they're still alive, so, but will he actually not, do it? really thinking about this now? Technically, he also retconned everything the other Spider-Man's lost because they cured Doc Ock and they cured Green Goblin, mm-hmm. which completely retcons the death of Harry. And, and the Gwen. De- and or yeah, and then for uh, and and Andrew, what? Yeah. yeah, Andrew Garfield's uh, it, ret- it retconned the death of his MJ and um, you mean Gwen? Gwen. <laughs> There's and too many franchises. That one, his girlfriend. <laughs> it retconned the death of his girlfriend and uh, no. the death of the dad. No, it did because they cured the lizard. They cured the lizard before the fight ever no. happened. But it was. Harry Osborn that caused Gwen to die yes. at the end. Uh-huh. And he was not cured. So that means that the Norman Osborn of that world was still sick. He still died. He oh, still passed it on point. to dipshit. So, and yes, at the yeah, point he where he lost. sends Electro back, he sends him back normal. He was pulled out of his world at, right at the point before he died. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But would that have happened at all if now that he's not going to die? It doesn't anymore. matter. He's if he's being reinserted into the timeline at exactly the same place he, point he came out of it, then everything up to that point should have still happened. Got, yes. Yeah. Okay. I got He'll you. He'll just be normal yeah. after that. But that means that Gwen could, didn't lose her dad. Her because, dad was probably could still be alive. Yeah, because the lizard would have been cured beforehand. But in all likelihood, she would still die because of whatever happened to him. Yeah. If that still happened with Electro being gone. Mm-hmm. But at that point in the movie, Electro had already gotten Harry into the Special Projects Division to gather yeah. up all his evil shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, so. But at, at either way, it, ret, it retcons part of I've, both of their losses, which I think makes it even more a point to where he has lost more at this point. So at what point did they pull Norman Osborn out? 
Willem Dafoe? Who, who, who comes out Willem to friend? I don't, I don't. I think I think he would have technically gotten cured before the glider thing happened, which means he goes back with the memory that the glider thing does happen, and he'll probably won't he won't press the, the button. Yeah, the, the guys all said that they got pulled out pretty much the moment before their death. Okay, yeah, but that means that Uncle Ben's still dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Green Goblin didn't die. So Harry, which means that Harry, so Harry will should, not die. Yes, guys, so we are getting Harry way too. Down the rabbit hole. Oh, timeline is messy. We need to make a serial killer chart on the wall with some thread and some push pins. <laughs> some some nice red yarn. So we can iron Pepe this Alvarez shit or whatever that guy's name is. <laughs> yeah, we have a cork board. Yeah. And we have thumbtacks and red not yarn. not nearly big enough. Anyway. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, I did. That was probably my favorite thing about this film was just the banter between the three of them. And I'm not meaning this to come across as a con but i couldn't help but sit for like the first half of the movie and be like okay 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 let's let's get into this like it did feel like it had a little bit of a slow start that that would be one of my complaints i guess yeah um and it's because you know that this is coming and so you're just ready to get to that part already because i felt like there was a lot of time spent on the i'm trying to get us back into college bit you know what i mean they could have shortened that up some and i would have still been okay yeah i th- i think so like i understand why they made it important to the storyline they had to give him a reason to go to dr strange and screw everything up mm-hmm. yeah right they had to give him a reason to break reality i think part of that is hilarious because it's such a kid thing to do where he like where he does the thing where he like automatically goes to Doctor Strange to fix the thing before even calling the admissions <laughs> office just to be like hey um let me give you my side of this okay yeah. but how irresponsible like Doctor Strange is supposed to be the adult in this situation <laughs> he didn't and even he let, ask beforehand if and he and he let him talk him into doing it yeah yeah like that I will say that some of the actions of Doctor Strange in this film felt out of character because well, usually Steven is more pragmatic. He thinks things through a lot, yeah. Which yeah. I feel like he would have been like I feel like he would have thought of the forgetting spell and then thought, Okay, is there anyone you want to still know? And then we wouldn't have gone through the constant changing and changing. No, I'm of with the your spell. mom. I don't know if you take Doctor Strange from Endgame. Yes. It would have never even gotten to that point. I don't feel like it would have. I feel like he might he, have just told I feel like he would have just shut him down right there. Yeah. No, I'm not gonna do it. You need to go talk to admissions and fix it yeah. yourself. Yeah, so that I hate to say it. I don't want I don't wanna be this person. It, that did feel like a little bit of lazy writing right there. Like yeah. just I can because see that. this didn't feel in character for him to just go along with it and then for peter to be like oh wait but i want this person to remember oh wait but i want you know that's such a kid thing to do and i get it it from his character but but it's appropriate for for spider-man to do that yeah it's not appropriate for dr strange to continue to entertain this this idea when he when he won't stop well because i feel like i feel like with him he would have stopped at um mj knows and uh no i don't think he would have i think i think he would have allowed to change the the first interruption Mm-hmm. He would have been like, "One more word out of you, and we're not doing this." And then, as soon as he opened his mouth the second like time, he like he did Thor, bye bye. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. Just the, the just Doctor me, Strange from that like one has point, got a very low tolerance for BS, yeah. and he put up with a lot of BS in this one. But however, either way. I, I, I will say though that this works toward the fact that this is probably the most noble I've ever seen Spider-Man like yeah. ever with with all three iterations like. 
the fact that he wants to try to redeem these villains and give them a little bit of hope for a normal life instead of this path is, is the noblest thing I can think of anybody doing because I don't think our other superheroes would do that. I mean, apart from Captain America, who spent most of his arc trying to redeem Bucky, you know? I feel like if you'd have put part three, um, first Spider-Man, um, if you'd put part two, and like part two, like Andrew Garfield Spider-Man and part three, um, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man in the same position, they both probably would have just went, oh, cool, button. Yeah. Like, I I feel like neither of them would have really gone through that trouble to fix them. And also the fact that Peter did own up to, it's my fault that my friends are not going to school. Like, I've ruined people's lives by basically knowing me. You just don't see that thought process with many of our heroes. Everybody else kind of feels incidental sometimes. Is it noble, though? So, Uh, think about this. Sandman was not interested in changing at all. He had his power. He just wanted to get back to his girl. mm -hmm. At no point did he express any interest in being normal again it was peter parker saying i'm going to take your powers away so you can't hurt anybody else maybe he didn't word it that way but at the end of the day that's what it was i'm going to strip you of your powers and send you back i didn't get that impression no but think just think about what he actually did okay dr octopus he was in his situation involuntarily because those weird octopus arm things took over his brain so his is legit he never intended to end up in that situation in the first place mm-hmm. uh, the green goblin he is insane by reason of negligence, I guess, because he had no idea that that serum that he gave himself was going to drive was going him to insane. do that. And he seemed genuinely repentant, and so did Doc Ock after they put the little chip on there that separated yeah. the arms from controlling him. Mm-hmm. Yes, the the lizard guy never expressed an interest in being normal again. He's completely unrepentant, and so was Jamie Fox, mm-hmm. Electro. Mm-hmm. So. The thing with Electro is that he enjoyed having It's not noble in that they were asking for this. He did this to them to remove them as being a threat. I'm not taking their side. But that's not what he said. He, listen, you slept, okay? (laughs) I didn't sleep through that part. He did actually come out and say, I want to give these guys a chance. He he did outright say that. He did say that. But he's giving them a chance. He's giving them the chance he wants them to have, not the chance they ask for. Okay. Does that make sense, though? It does. I just don't agree. But I respectfully disagree. So <laughs> to each their own. But I personally... I'm not saying he's the bad guy. I'm, I, I'm just not saying, saying that, that either. It's not as noble to me yeah, so what same, he was to, doing. To you, but to me, yes. I absolutely thought that this was the biggest Spider-Man we've ever seen. Yeah. You know, the bigger person, I mean. Um, but there's a flip side to that in that it's it did seem like... First world problem type of things where, because I actually did have the thought cross my mind, like people are dying and all of this chaos is ensuing because you guys didn't get into college. Yeah. <laughs> so. And how much bad happened after that because he decided he wanted to cure them instead of just hitting the stupid button. Yeah. Like how much just damage. Think about just in terms of monetary damage. Did he cause just because he didn't want to hit the button? Okay, but think about it. If he had hit the button, nothing bad happens. They get sent back, no one forgets. That's it. Yeah. That's the whole thing. Right. Why not just hit the button? Exactly. Like th- that's I will say, that's one thing I really don't like about this movie. Because if you really think about it objectively, people make just... selfish decisions. Decisions <laughs> in his first one, I can't talk. Decisions. The, the first one, which was make everybody forget, was a, was a selfish decision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
and then don't push the button because I want to save them mm-hmm. was another selfish decision. Okay, I And think so he Green... had to fix it with the selfless act at the end, which was make everyone forget Peter Parker. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think Green Goblin had a point when he said, oh, so she has you working on her moral mission. Because that really was an entirely Aunt May thing of, well, we got to give him a chance. She was the one who convinced him to not press the button. Yeah, Tony Stark like would have she... hit the button. Oh yeah. Well, Tony Stark would have been okay. That's the way Dad did it. Well, because Tony Stark would have right. Tony Stark would have taken five seconds. He would have okay. So you're telling me if if I push the button, everything goes back to normal. But the one thing I wanted to happen doesn't happen, right? If I don't push the button, lots of people die, and I probably get little to yeah. nothing out no, of we, this. we got what you're walking yeah, us through just, here. Like we bah. get that. <laughs> Well, the it's thing just, is that, like, he would have pushed it just because, like, th- it's the best course of action. Right. But th- th- those are probably the only nitpicks I had, really, was... Uh, I had a few more. It's not really nitpicks. So here's the deal. When I was a kid, I used to watch Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends or whatever, the cartoon, on mm-hmm. TV. And it was Spider-Man and some chick, uh, Firestar, Fire, something like that. It was a, a like like the Human Torch, but female. Mm-hmm. And Iceman, right? And they fought the Goblin, or the Green Goblin, and the Hobgoblin, and Dr. Octopus, and the Lizard. And I just am over those villains. Mm-hmm. And I know that the Spider-Man universe has more than those, than the Sinister Six, right? Which is basically <laughs> okay. who that is, the you Sinister know, Six. You know who I really want to see? In Bring the, me those other villains, because I'm tired of Dr. Octopus. You, I don't want to see his ass anymore. Do you know who I really want to see Spider-Man fight? Moon Knight. Okay, uh, because, I'm down with that. No, because he's... Okay, Mom, you don't... I, do you know who Moon Knight I is? I don't, unfortunately. Okay, he's basically a junkie who's convinced that he has a god talking to him in his head to do things. And that's the entire thing, is that throughout Moon Knight's entire thing, you don't know if he's crazy, or if he's literally having a god talk to him to do all these things. He's a hilarious character who's just a little bit crazier than Deadpool. And it's At any fantastic. Rate, I would have liked to have seen different villains yes. brought in. Like, I liked the idea of getting the, the various Spider-Men together, you know? I really liked that. I think that was great. But give them a new, a new challenge to face together. Right. And I get it, this was a new challenge because they haven't had all these bad guys together in one place before. But at yeah. the same time, I'm over the villains from 1953. Give me something newer than that. I just, there's for, nothing There's nothing there for, for me. For Deadpool, and and that's, he's just for fun. And that's fine. I, I get what you're saying. But I'm saying for this film in particular, where it's like we're bringing back these Spider-Men, it made sense to have yeah, their, their villains. villains. Yeah, their villains, yeah. I understand going why forward, they did it. I'm just going saying, forward, yes, absolutely, give them some money. I personally yeah. would have liked to have seen something else. I know why they did it, I, but... Well, so this, according to all the things that the other Supermans and or not Spider-Mans and stuff have said, Spider-Mans, yes, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, yes, have said, uh, this is just a place with more super people, which means that we can probably reasonably get to see like Rhino and Scorpion and well, when they when those uh, the apparitions up yes, in the sky, it showed Craven and Rhino yeah. and stuff, so. We know that that could possibly be on the horizon. And obviously, again, mid credit scene, we also know that some symbiote has landed in this universe now, too. So They could have done that, though, where, yes, we have these three Spider-Men together. Spider-Mans? No. <laughs> <laughs> but bring in villains that we know are enemies of Spider-Man, uh-huh. yeah. but that these three have never faced before. Yeah. And I would have been okay with that. Like, bring in Rhino, give me a full battle scene. You know, mm-hmm. Craven the Hunter, Moon Knight, whatever. 
Moon Knight would have been hilarious, but he would have been so out of place for this because he's just he's a hilarious character. He would not have fit into this just because there would have had to have been at least one part where we have to get a shot of him doing cocaine. So well, he is okay. fueled by drugs. Anyway, so anyway, now that we've I don't need crackheads in Spider Man. So <laughs> so yeah, no Moon Knight. So now that we've discussed our the film and our likes and our dislikes. I want to go. I want to move on to other people's nitpicks. This is this is the thing I love to do in this series, and I like to. Yes, I I love hearing all sides and all opinions for people. What people think. Um, sometimes I think other are. I mean, you're absolutely entitled to your opinion. I'm not going to say okay, that's fine. Your your opinion, but it's wrong. I'm never going to tell anybody their opinion is wrong. How you feel is how you feel, but I always want to give my rebuttal <laughs> is that bad like you've always got to have your say <laughs> hey, it's not her fault she always like, has to get the last word like no i'm not saying i have to get the last word but there's people out there who are bigger than me and have bigger platform than i do and i feel like more people flock to those because they've you got bigger platform than we yes do. oh stop it i see how you put yourself up there by yourself i see what you did <laughs> you get what i'm saying though. i get what you're saying yeah those people are to the masses more than we are so if we can help with your opinion at all obviously form your own opinion but i digress so one of the one of the complaints that i heard was people are sick of novelty in their films I happen to love novelty ideas, like Freddy versus Jason. That's fucking fun. Let's do that. If they had done Freddy versus Jason versus Ash, I would have been the first one in line for that shit. Uh, X-Men Days of Futures Past. I was so excited for that movie. Um, and this was no different. As soon as I knew that these villains were going to be back and the, the other Spider-Mans were going to be back, I would have gone to have seen another Spider-Man film regardless because I love Tom Holland. I, I love the MCU. But the fact that they did this just made me that much more excited about it. So if people want to put some novelty shit in there for us fans, like a love letter to us, I say go for it. I mean, don't. What? how do you feel about that? Um, well... You know me. I just want to be entertained. I don't. I, I don't ever look for a movie to have some deep meaning for me. I know a lot of people out there. They get very. Uh, well, I'm not gonna be ugly anyway. <laughs> like they got to have. They want. They want movies that make them think, and movies that have to have some kind of message, and they've got to be. Everything's got to be a certain way. Don't watch the MCU then. I just want to kill an hour and a half, two yep. hours. I want to have a good time. That's it. That's the purpose of a movie. Movies were made to entertain people. That is the whole reason they began, and that's all that I ask. So I really don't care if it's novelty or whatever. Is it? Do, am I entertained when it's over? Are you not entertained? <laughs> and as long as I am, I'm good with it. Does, does that make sense? I guess I just have a lot. I'm, I have a lot more simpler tastes than some people. I don't mind watching cerebral films. It, in Aiden or eight. Bleh, I can't yeah, talk. Yeah, boy, boy. <laughs> or Aiden. He and I enjoy watching that stuff together, so we can have a discussion because we do like that stuff. However. Why not both? If I if I'm in the mood to watch something that's going to make me think a little bit, I'll put that on. And if I just want to be entertained and have fun for an hour and a half, then I'll watch that. I don't no, think it has to be one or the other. So you know, you know what we don't do? 
we don't watch something knowing it's not going to be that and then get mad at it for not being what we wanted. Yeah, I, I don't know about that, but I, as far as the cerebral films go, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm fine with those. The problem that I have with a lot of them is how they're made and how they're written. Is because a lot of times they, they go into it with, like, we're going to make a real deep cerebral film, mm-hmm. and they make it so convoluted and so complicated because they got to keep the audience on their toes that they just don't make any damn sense anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, they're they're held together with the loosest of threads. And held together with glue and spit. I mean, I, know, I, and I, I, just I guess don't. that's not really coming to mind. I mean, I feel like you get a bunch of tryhards when you when you, they start writing those. I just uh, I just dislike people who do things like say, oh, well, I didn't like Step Brothers because it didn't make me think. It's not the purpose of the film. It's not supposed I to thought be. About it's boats Step and hose. <laughs> I thought about boats and hose and a drum kit. But but that's like going into this movie and saying, well, I didn't like because it didn't make me think. It's The purpose of it is not to do that. Well, it's, then you weren't watching it very well if it didn't make you think. Because now you got to wonder, why is uh, Tobey Maguire the only Spider-Man that has built-in <laughs> web shooters and the other two have got to have some mechanical device to shoot webs? You know what I mean. <laughs> But I I think it just depends on what you're in the mood for. Because, like, like last week, Aiden and I watched Donnie Darko twice in a week. And we sat down and we were talking about, you know, we we were having our big... uh, Nerd out. Co-existential crisis. So that was fun. And it is fun to do that sometimes. I like watching films like Hereditary and Midsummer and The Witch. I, I don't... Think, I don't agree with your take about them being held together with loose threads. I think those. I wasn't talking about those specific films. I've just I was I've like, seen if, those cerebral films out there before where they're like. I, I guess nothing's oh, coming, to, mysterious. coming to mind it's except like, no, for David Lynch. You just Lynch. threw some shit on paper and it doesn't make sense. I guess. Can you give me an example? Not at the moment because I don't watch those <laughs> movies. Well, that's what I'm saying. There needs to be a, a basis I for I think I got burned a few years ago on a movie and I just just stopped. Yeah. I don't know. Now I just want to have fun. Like, I, I can see where that argument could be made for David Lynch stuff because outside of Twin Peaks, a lot of his shit okay. doesn't make sense. David Lynch gets a pass because he doesn't <laughs> care what you think. Yes. But I'm not... I'm. But I will say that a lot of times his shit's complicated just for the sake of being complicated. Yeah. Which is fun. If that's what you're in the mood for. Yes, that's yeah. what I'm saying. You, you have to be in the mood for that. However, you cannot go into an MCU film... And expect that that's what you're going to get. No. They, you're there to be entertained. That's that's the point. Yeah, it's yeah. got people flying around. Yeah. If like, you, why would you expect something other than just entertainment If you from want that? something like that, go watch Joker. That's what that film was meant to be. That you know that that's the thinking man's comic book movie, and that's fine. Those are those are great too, depending on the mood that you're in. I feel but like I disagreed with that. But Watch your mouth twitch when she said that. <laughs> I slept through that movie. <laughs> but I know a lot of people's big bitches. They don't like the MCU because they're all comedy. Okay, right. that's fine. If that's not your taste, that's okay. It's Norse gods and superheroes and men and women flying around in tights <laughs> and in spaceships. And some of them are green. And that's what you're going to get pissed off about. Well, I was just like, saying, what did you expect when you showed up? It's a bunch of people who wear their underwear on the outside with I superpowers <laughs> flying around, and you're going to get mad that you it's see funny. the movie poster. Someone, yeah, wearing their underwear on the outside, and then you're mad because that's not what you came for. Like, like it's like looking at a like looking at a Superman movie. He wears red speedo over blue tights. I think the problem with the MCU and the and its detractors is that sometimes they forget that these characters 
were based on comic books written 60 years ago geared towards children. Children. To make children be These entertained. These were not for 40-something-year-olds. No. They were never intended for that. They were written for 12-year-old boys and girls. Mm-hmm. So that you'd spend That's what those characters were built them. around. So exactly. they're, now they're making them more complicated and a little bit more emotional. But at the end of the day, you're dealing with a character that was created for a, a 12-year-old boy or girl. Mm-hmm. To read and be what? Entertained. And it's true case... that you're not always going to have jokes land in a movie. There, There's there been several jokes in these films that I've cringed at. But... At the end of the day, did I walk out of the movie feeling pretty good? Yeah, I did, you but, know? But even in the case of things of uh, other superheroes like Deadpool, where like he makes crass jokes, like stuff like that. It was meant for an older audience, yes, but it was not meant for some like 30 or 40-something-year-old no, man to pick at. Deadpool was written for teenage boys drinking Mountain Dew Code Red. <laughs> yeah. And, Facts. And playing video games, and, and that's what you got. Yeah. I just, yeah, I don't know. But these are the same people that bitch about what they did with the DCEU and they made it too dark. They made it too serious. It's like, come on, guys. Like, what do do you want? What do you want? You can make no (laughs) one happy. Well, I think, so DC Comics, that was Detective Comics. Yes. it's from what, the 1930s or something like that? Yeah. And it was written for children. Again, (laughs) for children. So. Not all of it. Yeah, they were. They weren't what they are now. Well, it wasn't blood and guts and stuff like that. He's talking about the very, very well, beginning. Yeah, Your yeah. original detective comics and Superman and stuff like that. And a lot of those came out post-World War II. Yes. And they were supposed to be uplifting. It was supposed yes. to be the good yeah. guy wins. They were supposed to be geared towards children. Honestly, a lot of it was propaganda. Yes. <laughs> for kids. Yes. There's and, probably at least And so like now we've built a whole cinematic universe around these characters. And that's okay. But just don't think too deep about it. I mean, yeah, I get what you're saying. People don't like DC because, well, it's too serious. And then they don't like the MCU because it's it's too funny. You know, does every yeah. does every joke in Thor Ragnarok, Ragnarok land? In Thor Ragnarok? Yeah. Yes. Not really. <laughs> do we still love Chris He's Hemsworth abs? Yes, we do. <laughs> so, like, I just don't. I, I'm... I'm in the minority, I guess, that I really enjoy the Zack Snyder films. Um, I loved getting to see um, jackass, mean Batman and Superman. Like, I didn't care that Zod got his neck snapped at the end of Man of Steel. Like, I was like, fuck yeah. And guess what? Superman was tortured as fuck after he killed him. Like, he didn't do it because he wanted to do it. So I'm going to ruin Batman v Superman for everyone. Are you ready? (laughs) Yeah. I'm about to ruin it. For all of you who think that there's no comedy in that movie and that it's too serious, I want to bring you back. Aiden, cue the the flashback music. (laughs) I want you to think back to the fight between Batman and Superman. Which one? When Batman has got his kryptonite spear and he's getting ready to stab Superman. And he's all, where is she? <laughs> ah. And he's Where's like, who Martha? is it? Where's Martha? <laughs> do we Superman, just become best friends? Why did you? What do you that? mean, where's my mom? Why did you just ruin that? I didn't know that's where you were going of with that. Of course you knew that's where I was going with that. <sighs> you just become wow, best you just stepped all over my joke. Stomped all over it. But anyway... Joke was ruined, but I want y'all to think about that. When you watch that movie and you think it's not funny, when you get to that part and he says Martha and there's that look of recognition and he's like, what did you say? I want you to jump immediately from there to Step Brothers. The part where he is... Where he says, did we just become best friends? Because that's exactly (laughs) what happens. And you'll laugh every time. You'll get a giggle. (laughs) 
every time. I should make a meme. I need a meme creator so that I can make that meme. It's probably out there somewhere. And here's the oh, deal. Absolutely. You had Joss Whedon try to come in and do Justice League, and you could tell there was a very big tonal, sh- tonal shift from what was Zack Snyder and what was Joss Whedon, and those jokes did not work in this universe at I don't all. know. The weird little kid that plays The Flash, you're I, a fan. I love Ezra Miller. Yeah. He's, he's funny. funny. Yes. I'll, I don't know that his is written, though. That may be totally unintentional, but he's funny. Mm-hmm. And I always think that the, uh, Aquaman, I think he's funny, too. Yeah. I don't know that it's intentional. Eh. He's he's bro funny. Yeah. But I, I'm not big with bro funny. Yeah, no, you're not. <laughs> That's because you don't have testicles. If you had, if it's you, okay for me to not have if you, testicles. If you had some, then you would think those jokes were funny. No. <laughs> I have testicles. You're I probably funny. right. Anyway, I don't know. I think people people just judge those movies real hard, too harshly on both sides. I don't okay, think but there's it, making but, anybody happy. So to back I, I, I appreciate the fact that Zack Snyder didn't care if he did make everybody happy yeah. or not, and I appreciate it that in the MCU they didn't care if they made everybody happy or not. They made the movie they wanted to make. Exactly. But but if you like to to backtrack a bit, I'm sure if you took a look at the source material, there's at least two or three comics where Batman says that they have to stop the commies. There has to be. No, that was Superman. Superman was trying to stop the communists. And G.I. Joe. They were working together. Anyway. <laughs> the, 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 you know that has to exist. There's at least one where I don't even know where stop you... some yeah, kind I... of political thing. How long have you, you been hanging on to that statement? <laughs> a while. Have you been sitting on that for like seven minutes? Oh, yeah. <laughs> at least. You were prairie dogging that question. Oh, yeah. Anyway. But my point was, if you're in the mood for comedy, watch MCU. If you're not, you want more action-oriented or dark... Watch DCEU. There's, there's, I've said this about horror movies. There's literally something for everybody. You and have if you so want many you know that, that, That's you want not a, accurate anymore. If you want a superhero movie that's so bad that it's still bad, watch Wonder Woman 84. <laughs> I didn't care for that. I, I've tried. I've tried I like didn't three, watch it. I tried like three times to watch it, and I don't know if it's just the writing or if it's Chris Pine, but I couldn't do it. The thing is, even the DC universe has funny movies now. Uh, like, like Shazam, Suicide Shazam. Squad. Yeah, Shazam and Suicide Squad are okay. Are now good the examples. most recent Suicide Squad, I like that one a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, but people trashed it too. I don't know uh, that they did this newest one. I know they did the other one. Yeah, they but did. Either way, people suck. But I, yeah. I, I, I apologize, people. I was saying, not you guys, of course. We and love Shazam you. Was good. All four of you. All four yeah. of all, you. All seven. <laughs> Maybe three. Seven's being generous. <laughs> but, but yeah. And so I just I and wanted. And we've written down all your names, and we know where you live. <laughs> We're very aware. Ashley, <laughs> where's the list? Anyway. But yeah, I just I just wanted to say like. We know at least one of you is in Arkansas. God damn. Aiden, stop. There's so much negativity in the world. There really is. It's like movies are supposed to be fun and entertain you. They don't always have to be something. You know, yeah. if you don't want to see a Marvel movie, don't see it. Are we wrapping up right now? No, we're not wrapping up. Because this is our standard outro. <laughs> Every time we review a movie, we get to the end and we're like, so if you love this movie, then love this movie. And if you don't, that's okay, too. We respect your feelings. <laughs> and we'll see you next been. week. And that's how we've wrapped up, like, all yeah. of them. So I just wanted to make sure we're not no, stopping. No, 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 no. We're not stopping. For a more than an hour now, because so. we, wanted to, we wanted to cover one more topic before we do wrap up. And that's that we wanted to reminisce a little bit about the, the two franchises that preceded the Spider-Man franchise. So I, I'm just going to say that of the three... Yes, the Sam Raimi trilogy is my favorite. Um, 
I'm trying, I was trying to think earlier of those three of that original trilogy, which film was my favorite of those. And I think I got to go with part two, honestly. He only made two. No, there's three. No, he made two Spider-Man movies, and then there was one with oh emo Spider-Man, God. and that one doesn't count. So, <laughs> Aiden will sit here and make were, an argument for part three. There were three films, but only two of them not. were Spider-Man. I refuse to make an argument for that movie. It has it has no defense. Hey, I've seen you doing the dance in your room when you think <laughs> oh, you, no one's oh, watching. And he has the hair. He has the Peter hair as we speak. You can do the he Bieber just, flip. Yeah, he just flicked his bangs, guys. <laughs> anyway (laughs) but i still okay when i went to see part three in the theater i legitimately cried like yes it has its weird questionable moments but when harry died i lost my shit like that was legitimately sad to me i think i think that's just because it was james franco and it was before you found out he's not a nice person no no because I also have a beating heart, and I get very emotional over this stuff. And for everything that they had been through, that was still his best friend. And it was, you, you hate to see when somebody has that redemption arc, you know? Like, they're legitimately trying to be a good person, and then they get taken out right there and then. It, it's heartbreaking to me. Yeah. I think in that one, you could kind of see it coming, though. Sort of. Like I don't you, know. You knew that they weren't going to just ride off and... Like Butch and Sundance style. Like you knew that wasn't going to happen. <laughs> Maybe not, but there. If, if one of the nitpicks I have in that trilogy, and I, I hate to be a dick. I don't want to be a dick. I hate being a dick. Well, then don't. I I don't care for this Mary Jane as much. And hold on. What do you mean this Mary Jane? The girl with one name? No, I mean Mary the Jane, the original. Oh yeah, I don't uh, care for her much either. Um, I was going to ask: Does every um? Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movie end in a graveyard? I don't, where did that question even come from? I don't from? think so. Don't no, the first one no, ended in a graveyard. Yeah. Are you thinking about Seabiscuit? <laughs> the, <laughs> second, <laughs> the second one ended with Mary Jane standing in the window of their apartment watching okay. him fly off. And then part three ended with the two of them slow dancing in the restaurant she worked at. Oh, okay. So there you go. Blech. I couldn't remember the endings of the other ones. Cause so, yeah, so the you're first one's about, my favorite. What, what's, that, what's that actress's name? Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten Dunst. I think she did good. Was she in Jurassic Park? No. When she was like 12? No. That That was another. There was was Ariana Richards or something like that. Anyway, um, I've seen her in some of the like indie films where the, it was like, it was the movie was kind of weird and she worked in those movies. It's like, you know, I don't like talking about people's acting and be like, well, they're just terrible or they're whatever. Cause I've never done it. So it might be really hard and I just don't know. I've seen movies that she's not bad. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm not talking she... about Kirsten Dunst herself. I'm talking, talking about? about the character of Mary Jane. Oh. I don't care for her. I just don't know that she was the right choice for this part. And I she don't really, good. I don't really care for how this one was written. This Mary Jane. Yeah. Like I like the new one a lot better. Yes. Yeah. I I like Zendaya as or Zendaya as Mary Jane or Michelle. She's known as Michelle now. Um I like her a lot better. She's more capable. She's more she'll get in there. She's Peter's equal. I love that she's Peter's equal instead of she's just the damsel in distress that he's gotta be saving for well, 90 well, minutes. Even Andrew Garfield. And, and uh, if you look at Mary Jane number what one you call it. Yeah, your your first edition Mary Jane. Like she was it, she was the Flash, right? And he had the new car, mm-hmm. and then she went immediately to Harry. And I ain't saying she a gold digger, <laughs> but like no, it's not that. It's just that I hated that uh, Peter and Harry were fighting over her. For starters, I, I feel like that's such an easy trope 
to get into. Yeah. So I don't I don't want to see that necessarily. Two, they did. She did kind of treat Harry like shit for no good reason. She kind of treated most of the people she runs into like shit. Well, I I wouldn't say that except necessarily. for Aunt May. I wouldn't say that necessarily, but I don't know. With I, Peter, she just kind of, it felt like she was stringing him along. Like she had to know how he felt about her, but she was just kind of oh, sure. you know. And I, I hate to talk about women that way. Oh, she was being a tease, but she kind of was. She knew he was watching her undress through her window next door. <laughs> She knew. I don't know about That's that. That's the reason she left the blinds open. I don't know about that. But, yeah, the fact that she, she went out with Harry, she didn't like him at all. She wouldn't let him kiss her. She wouldn't let him touch her. But she was perfectly fine with being his girlfriend. And it's like, that that didn't make any sense to me. Like, that that made her seem kind of vapid. But I don't I don't know. And then her wishy-washiness between, do I love Peter, do I love Spider-Man? I, I'm, that's another trope I, that I hate. I mean, we've we've done that with Batman. It's same person. Yeah, well, she doesn't know that, but still, it's just it's a trope that I'm kind of like. Uh. It was just it was Twilight before Twilight was a thing. <laughs> I that's guess what it was. I guess, but um, that's really the team only Spider-Man team Peter. Yeah, I guess. And to to go from where she knows who he is, and then in part two, she's basically like. I know who you are, and these are the reasons we need to be together, and I'm not afraid. And she was stronger. I appreciated her in part two more. But then part three shit all over that, and then she became this jealous, petty, you're getting, you're stealing my thunder, petty bullshit. And then it made me go back to not liking her. You know? It was just a ha. Huh. But... I mean, I guess she did the same thing with him in part two where she was like, oh, I know you like me, but I'm going to taunt you with this astronaut guy. It was just, ugh. I don't think I remember those movies that well. Yeah. I guess. I remember which whatever movie it was where he did the upside down kiss thing with that blonde. That was Gwen. Yeah, with it Gwen. was Gwen. Uh-huh. And she got all pissed about it. Yeah. But which, okay, she, to be fair, she, that was a little shitty of but, him to okay. do. Okay, hang on. Hang on. Was she mad because he kissed another woman, or was she mad because he was stealing her spotlight? Well, she did tell him that was our kiss. That was something that was private I, to us. I get it, but is that was that really her motivation, or is that just I think so. how she leveraged it against him? I think so. I think she was genuine in that one. She was very, very conscious of her own career. And but she should have been proud of him. I feel like if it was me in you all of a sudden got this recognition for something that you were working hard at putting your life on the line for, I would absolutely be go get him tiger every day without fail. I promise I will never upside down kiss another woman. <laughs> That's our thing. <laughs> you know, but... Though that's really my only big bitch about that series was I just felt like it got too too messy at times. Um, as far as the symbiote stuff goes, I don't mind it. I actually find that pretty funny, so I just go with it. But so hold on, so how are we going to rate the first like the first? So franchise? we're not we're not rating ten. We're not rating them. Just look at the three franchises. Which one? Would, I guess which one's your favorite? Which one do you like the best? We don't have time. <laughs> Aiden, we can't have dead air here. Yeah, what yeah, do you like? I know. You're gonna have, like, give me an answer. Well, part definitely not Andrew Garfield's, which I hate to say because he's he's good. This is not my favorite. Um, I don't know. On one hand, I have emo Spider-Man, and on the other hand, I have everywhere I go, I see his face. Both amazing memes. <laughs> um, I don't know. What about you guys? Wow, you can't even come up with an answer. You're gonna have to get better at this kid. 
So I'm going to have to go with probably Tobey Maguire. Yeah. I think I still like those better. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because it's the ones that I saw first, and maybe it kind of goes back to like your mom's. You know, Christopher Reeve will always be her Superman because that's the first one she saw. Mm-hmm. Um, let's be honest, Christopher Reeve was the first Superman I saw too, but I Same. still like Henry Cavill a whole lot better. So that's just that's just how it is. I know. I he hate, didn't he didn't uh, have to wear a padded suit, right? Nothing against Christopher Reeve, but he could have lifted weights back then too. I'm just saying. And the dude got jacked for it. But um, I have to go three. I I do. You have to go with Tom Holland. I have to really? go with Tom Holland. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, spin okay. Answer. So with with the thirty first, seconds with <laughs> with Tobey Maguire's franchise, <laughs> it was good. It was good, but like the first one was good. The second one was okay. The second the, one was better than the first one. I have. I guess I haven't seen it enough. Then I remember the third one being not great. I have not had any of the. Spider-Man movies, like the new Spider-Man movies, that I have been like, eh, that's not, eh. Like, yeah, of the th- of the three that we have so far of his specific franchise, the first one probably isn't as good as the newest two. But, like, they're still all three good movies. They're good, strong contenders as far as movies go. I can't say that all three of them are good on the first franchise's side. I just can't. So I... Yeah, I'm, I still I'm a, I stick with the first one, the first franchise. Yeah, I don't care for was it the third one where you get emo, emo mm-hmm. Spider Man the symbiote. Yeah, but I mean, if you want to get down to it, I don't I don't blame Tobey Maguire. I don't, no, I don't blame either. the writers. I don't blame Joss Whedon or whoever that was, Sam Raimi, Sam Raimi. whoever it is that did that. I I blame Topher Grace. It's his <laughs> fault. Um, he made Peter uh. dance that way. And it's all his fault that that movie was not good. Oh, man. It's just his... Anyway, no. Um, I think what it is is that if you're you're looking at a pure uh, Spider-Man, right? The pure Spider-Man, his is the best. I liked the novelty of a Spider-Man with Stark tech. Uh Uh-huh. Right? Mm -hmm. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that you got Mysterio, who's not a villain that we've seen Mm -hmm. outside of cartoons or comic books before. Or Vulture. I like... I'm Here's just saying the, he was different. I don't know that I like the Vulture, but I do like Michael Keaton. Yeah, that, that was kind of my thing. Uh, it, that's why I didn't say the first movie was as good as the other two, because, I don't know, the Vulture just wasn't... He's not my favorite villain. Yeah, they each not, have their moments, He's not though. my favorite villain, yeah. but I do like Michael Keaton, and he did a good job. Because in, yeah. in Homecoming, we do have that moment where Tony, basically, he's like, you're not ready for this shit, and he took everything away from Peter, and he had to face down the Vulture without shit, right. just on his own. And there was that moment when he was lifting a car off of himself or whatever, and that was that was pretty intense. It's impressive. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, and I think Mysterio was good. Um, I think Donnie Darko does an okay Mysterio. <laughs> Those he's are, probably not the best Mysterio out there, but I still it felt leave. like they were trying to knock off... Um, Robert Downey Jr. with him, and maybe that was intentional. You know that he was going to come in and be. I think that was the intent. Father figure. Yes, I think that was exactly the intent. Emotionally, I wasn't ready for that yet. Yeah. Like I was still crying in my beer over Tony dying. Yeah. And no, Donnie Darko is going to come in and replace him. <laughs> I, I still can't believe that those are the you same and person. your stupid ratty bunny suit. <laughs> um, we need to review Donnie Darko at some point. I have oh, to. I fucking love that movie. too, and I have to be there for it. I still got to go. I still have to go with the first one, and I hate to put uh, Garfield's in last place, right? Because if I was going to rank him, it would be uh, what'd you call it? One, three, two, mm-hmm. right? If I put him in order, franchise number one, 
or series one, series three, series two, in that order. Oh, so like, but so it's like got, the Star Wars. Franchise. It's got nothing. It's got nothing at all to do with Andrew Garfield. I feel uh-uh. like his performance was good. I did not like those movies for a long time. We rewatched them the other day, and I'm like, these are not that bad. Yeah, they weren't nearly as bad well, let me as rephrase I that. remember. The movies are still not good, oh, but it's not his yeah, fault. No. I don't They're think just, the movies are as the story, that bad, though. The story's just not as good, I think, as some of the other ones, or mm-hmm. something. There's something about those, and I think that's it. Maybe it's that I just don't care for Gwen in that one. Maybe that's it. I just don't like her. Not her, the actor. Just Does that make sense? I guess so. I don't I, the cast. Nothing, it just didn't come together. Those yes. movies just did not. Yes, I get what you mean. Whether it was the yeah. casting or the story or the villains they chose to incorporate, or maybe it was all of them together, they just didn't gel the way they needed to. They didn't yes. gel the way they did with Tobey Maguire's series or the way that they have so far with... Uh, Tom Holland? Tom Holland, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's sad because I, I think Garfield did a good job in those yeah. movies as an actor. He, he did a great job. And so it's shitty that he just... His movies didn't come together the way they should have. Honestly, this most recent movie is how those two with him in it could have been. Yes. Potentially, mm-hmm. if they had gotten a more cohesive unit. A or, better team of writers. I don't, know how to, I don't know how to articulate that. Yeah. If it was better writers, different casting, different whatever. Mm-hmm. If that had congealed better. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he, I, he I know what you mean. He could have had that, and there might have made a third one mm-hmm. if that had been the case. They just didn't. So. I feel like it was a real disservice to him because clearly in this most recent one, the dude brought it. Yeah, he really did. I, mean, I would have liked to have seen more Tobey Maguire again. I would have liked mm-hmm. to have seen more of that, but, I mean, he carried it. Well, Honestly, heard, he carried the back half of the movie. So. Yeah, and I heard that complaint, too. They're like, what, you know, what was the deal with Tobey Maguire? He was just kind of sleeping through this. And I didn't take it that way at all. You, you've got to remember that this is a Spider-Man who's quite a bit older than these two guys. Who He's been through some shit. He's been through a lot. And so for me, it was more like you had the you had the Obi Wan of the Spider Man. You had the wise like you know he could impart something he onto was them. Spider Yoda. Yes. Sort of, but I wish we could have seen more of that. Yes. Of him talking about his experiences. What does because that make? it's been it's been years since we saw him play Spider Man, so you mm-hmm. don't know what he's done, where he's been, what kind of. You know, some shit's gone down since then, and it would have been nice for them to share that. What does what does that make Andrew Garfield? If we're using the Star Wars analogy, <laughs> like, can I just break you? Yes, because now I'm thinking like, no, I, ah, God. Well, what technically, is, that, that makes Garfield like? uh, would be Anakin, and then uh, would he? Oh, yeah. I feel like that's oh. mean. And then the next one would be Luke. <laughs> Right, just bam, bam, bam. I mean, we're talking three generations here. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. I mean, it it really doesn't matter. No, but I I put it to them earlier, like make your head hurt, didn't it? <laughs> it did just a little bit. Like Toby McGuire's like the dad kind of of the group. You know, he's gonna impart his wisdom and his his stories. The grandpa. Where, he's the grandpa of the group, not the dad. No, where is uh, Andrew Garfield's like the cool old cooler older brother you know like he's gotten into some trouble he's got some stories to tell or whatever but he's still not quite to that level that mcguire's peter is at yet you know what i mean okay i can see that <laughs> yeah i can see he doesn't have the miles on him yet yes so he's got some but he's not not quite there like yet you, to put it in an avengers analogy he's kind of toby mcguire would have been kind of the captain america of the group yeah exactly. he's the oldest he's seen the most he's over it to an extent like yes. i'm still fighting the good fight but i'm tired yes and that's really 
I world if, weary. I don't know if that was intentional on McGuire's part, but he really bought he he brought that to life. I'm tired. Yes. You know, like he's he hasn't given up the fight. He just it's not in him the way it used to be. Yes, would they, exactly. Would that make would that would that make um freaking Andrew Garfield I guess the Ant Man of the group? Where is uh, no? Because he's really flashy. It would make <laughs> uh, him yeah. kind of like the th- maybe the Thor of the group, or the or may- he would be the Johnny Storm of the Fantastic Four, right? Whereas I thought we're this, sticking with Chris Evans here. This worked perfectly oh, as these two generations passing on the baton. Yeah. That's what or it felt like to he me. He could be the Star Lord because okay, he's kind of an idiot. He is. <laughs> I heard you. <laughs> And Tom Holland's baby Groot. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. I was just saying, that's what it felt like. It felt like they were passing on the torch to him, you know. And hopefully we don't get what we got with these last two guys where they just kind of get their turn and that's it. And then we move on to somebody else. I, I hope Holland's around for a good long time. I really do. I do enjoy his Like I said, his franchise is not my favorite, although I think this movie is fucking amazing. Um, but the franchise as a whole is not my favorite, just because I felt like Homecoming was eh. I felt well, like I, just... um, I felt like um, Far From Home was better. It was a, it was a step up from the one before, but this one just really dialed it up to eleven for me. I, I'll be interested to see what happens next. Yeah. yeah. So I realize what the title for the next Spider-Man movie needs to be. We've had... Under the Bridge? No, we've had Homecoming. We've had Far From Home. We've had No Way Home. No, we have I Want to Go Home. (laughs) Spider-Man, I Want to Go Home. I'm going to be really interested to see, because we were talking in the beginning about how Peter got all the Stark tech, and so basically he's had an advantage this entire time. It'll be interesting to see now that... Nobody knows him. He doesn't have that advantage. And he's back to being a regular, friendly neighborhood. Spider-Man is the two that preceded him. How he goes with that. You know, he's broke. He doesn't have all the tech. He doesn't have all the super friends. He's he's alone. This is really going to suck. All they did was set him back to where Tobey Maguire was at the beginning of 2. It feels very full circle. So Like it's come all the way back around. Yeah, and if there had been a third one with Garfield, this is where he might have been. Yeah. Yeah. So, I really, I really, I really feel like I'm gonna miss the uh, suits AI though, because she was funny. She's offline though. I like know. With, with Tony gone and Happy, we don't know. know what's going on with Happy. Last yeah. time we saw, he was getting handcuffed on the hood of a car. No, um, it showed at the end after May yeah, died. He was at the. Uh, he was at, he was at her gravestone talking. Oh, that's to right. I felt like they did Happy kind of yeah. dirty in this movie because he has May break up with him at the beginning of the movie, and then he basically has nothing to do. Until the end, when she shows, when she's dead, and he shows up to find her dead, and then that's pretty much it. I don't, I don't like the way they did him in this movie. Yeah, did my man but dirty. The thing is, Stark Industries is still there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, Gwyneth, she would be running it, right? Who's Gwyneth? Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, Pepper. <laughs> I just couldn't remember her character name. <laughs> I was like, and Tony what? had a daughter, <laughs> right? So I mean, Stark is still there um, as a as a company, but. I think the next Spider-Man should be called Oh Shit, I'm Lost. <laughs> like, No Way Home, and then, anyway. You know, what might, you uh, know what might totally work for the next movie? He could just go back to being an intern at Stark Industries and make like make, actually get a oh, job there. He could, he, live, has... he could live in an apartment with a bad door and some weird <laughs> Eastern European people, people for neighbors. Oh, yeah. Rent? 
Rent? Yeah. But no, because just thinking about it, like, everyone's forgotten that he is Spider-Man, right? He's but got a blank there, slate. Yeah, there still has no. to be a record of him. No. They did not forget that he's Spider-Man. They forgot who Peter Parker was. Oh. So if he's running around out there, they're still going to know who Spider-Man is. Yes. If yeah. he takes the mask off, they're going to be like, who's that kid in a Spider-Man suit? Yeah. Who that? Right? Yeah. So technically, he could God, suit up and go find an Avenger, and they would know that yeah. he's Spider-Man. But when he takes the mask off, they're going to have a clue. Yeah, it's a, it was a very bleak ending. Yeah, I, I guess that ah, that sucks. I was saying, well, they have to have written record of him still at Stark Industries. No. See, but I guess, yeah, that would have gotten... What he should have done is gone with the original plot with, uh, with Doctor Strange and saying, I want everyone to forget I'm Spider-Man. Because mm-hmm. he could have reintroduced himself that way. Yeah. And then he wouldn't be starting over with the girl with one name and his chubby kid friend in the chair. What? I'm a chubby kid in a chair. I was going to say, by the way, guys, we're chubby, so it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a fat guy in a chair. It's got a high back and everything. Armrests. It doesn't massage my butt, but, you know, we were poor, so we didn't get the good chair. Anyway. You say that while you're sitting um, in a gaming chair recording. I am sitting in a gaming chair. Me and Mom got the office chairs. Well, that's because you're not supposed to be in my space. Anyway. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I don't. Where were we going? So we ranked the movies. We talked about all that, right? We talked about yeah. We talked about the film, what we liked and didn't like. Garfield got cheated. We talked about that. Yeah, we talked about Marvel versus DC. Okay. I I think we've pretty much covered all of our bases here. <laughs> all right. So since you already gave the whole spiel on like what you like and don't like what you don't like, and we'll all love you anyway. <laughs> do I just stop recording? <laughs> I think this is gonna wrap it up. Uh, bleh. It's gonna do. Bleh, bleh, bleh. <laughs> What was that? <laughs> Pardon? I think this is going to do it for this episode of Pillow Talk, guys. Um, again, this was a one-off because we couldn't wait. We're still we're still uh, not going to be back till February with uh, new series regular Baby. episodes. Baby, this is, I'm, I'm not going to post this till February. No. Why are you shaking your head at me? Because we're going to post it. To- you want me to post it right now? Yeah, we oh, we had we had this talk. We're supposed to be on vacation. <laughs> no, we had this talk. Oh, you cheated me. <laughs> because otherwise, we're gonna start talking about Spider-Man: No Way Home in February, and people will be like, "The fuck's it's your like problem, dude? They came back in December." Yeah, that yeah, was two months right, ago, man. Right. <laughs> but anyway, it's old news. Now people are gonna think you lied to them because you told them we were gone. No. No, we just decided to give them a Christmas gift. Okay, so I and just now you let see, now all we have four to of our listeners know that this is Ashley's fault. <laughs> now we have to leave this in as an explanation because of you. We can't edit this out because this is the only way they'll know. <laughs> You've doomed yourself to have to keep this into the recording. I was never going to delete it. <laughs> okay. I've gotten really lazy on the edit. Like, I'm going to run a few filters and cut out your mom coughing, and then that's it. I'm, I'm done. So... Think of it as a Christmas <laughs> gift from us to you. We we have not enjoyed our break. I have not enjoyed the break. Merry I like Christmas. doing this. Sorry for the lame gift. <laughs> this, is, this is the ugly Christmas sweater of gifts. Why have we done this to them? It has an approximate value of $1.25. <laughs> if, if you want, we can't really refund you, but you'll get new episodes in February. So. But we hope that, you know, we hope you enjoyed listening to us spiel about spider-man and you know be be nerds so real quick bit. before we before we just jump off with their dollar 25 christmas gift <laughs> <laughs> we we uh we we've got hellraiser in the bag that one's coming out in february yes we're gonna be doing bloody valentine my bloody valentine same thing <laughs> not the bloody valentine. almost exactly the same thing 
It's literally two letters different, what I said and what you said. Um, and Michael E. Van Tine, the, the remake, 3D. Okay, so we're going to do that one twice. And then there's got to be a fourth one for February. Yeah, we have, sure. we have not discussed that I'm yet. I'm thinking we ought to do the new Candyman. Technically, it's a love story. Well, no, the old no, one was a love story. No, the this old one, one's not, yeah, this one's not. It's not really. Yeah. Shit, you're going to have to find another movie. <laughs> yes, I am. So. Anyway. But. Yeah, thank you for hanging out with us. Uh, this very, we'll call it a special Christmas episode. So no, we're gonna call it Pillow Talk episode four. <laughs> I already tagged it. It's too late. <laughs> you can edit the Every time I try off. to tell them bye, you keep on. Well, that's because you're gonna get everybody confused, and by everybody, I mean all four listeners. <laughs> They're gonna be so confused. All three listeners and one dog. <laughs> so sad, so confused. <laughs> anyway. Thanks for hanging out with us, guys. We'll we'll see you in February. Yeah. Bye. Bye. See you guys. Well, that's just what we call pillow talk, baby. Hey, Ashley. So what would people do if they're enjoying the show and they want to leave us a review? You'd review the show on your favorite platform, but that's just me. But who are you? I'm SpookyMom83. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm not going to direct you to Facebook because I hate it. <laughs> and I guess that makes me Travis L80 on Twitter. Just don't expect a lot. Yeah, you're not really big on the social stuff. I'm socially inept. <laughs> That's true. But if you guys want to reach out, tell us what your favorite movie is, got any requests, any questions, stuff like that. You know, they can just stop in and say hi. They can just stop in and say hi. I will say hi. 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 Hello there. <laughs> but seriously, guys, feel free to reach out to us on all of our social media platforms. So they can kind of just stop in for whatever they want. And tell Travis why he's the better of the two, obviously. Please. Please do that. <laughs> Till next time, guys. Later. Bye. <laughs>